And you thought your Saturdays couldn't get any better. It just did. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show, the number one weekend morning show in America. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. If it's Saturday morning, must be time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Hi, it's your Uncle Bobbo here in the big chair. There's my friend J.D. Ryan right over there. Good morning, Bobbo. J.D., what have you done with our host? You look awfully dapper this morning, Bob. <laughs> what have right? you done with your hair? I'm feeling rather grizzled, my good man. Are you? You look delicious. What have I done with our host? I'm not sure where he is. Right well, now. Lot, oh, wait a minute. I got a text. Just had to run get something. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we it's just a radio just show. Just a coast-to-coast, nationally right syndicated, back. 67 stations. <laughs> but he had to go get something. Because you know what What happened was, the Saturday morning, right now, it snuck up on it. He <laughs> <Right. laughs> didn't see it coming. It can, it can do that sometimes. You know, guys, it finally happened, and I've wondered for years. You remember when Mike Tyson was a really, really, really bad guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. most definitely. The Who end can of forget a, that. Oh, there's Gigi Drummond right there. Hi, Gigi. Here I am. So we're almost all here. The Colonel, Michael almost. Turley. Yeah, yeah. On the board. Tyson went through that deal after a stellar career. I used to have HBO in my apartment. This is when I was like 18, 19 years old. And everybody would come over. Remember, HBO had the good boxing matches. Yep. Before pay-per-view came along. Yeah, absolutely. And ruined the sport of professional boxing, in my opinion. And we watched Tyson beat some guys... One of those fights was like 46 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was Buster Douglas. Yeah, stellar. Oh, no, that wasn't. No, no, Buster Buster beat Tyson. Yeah, Buster actually. Yeah, yeah, that was a good fight. Unexpected. We really enjoyed watching him fight, and then then all hell broke loose, right? He had the problem with Robin Givens and a, a couple of women and wound up literally doing time. Yep. And he came out and, like, bit Evander Holyfield on the ear and yeah, some crazy yeah. stuff. And I never... I never thought that he would be such an accepted part of regular society the way he's become. You know, he did the guest stint in the movie The Hangover. I think mm-hmm. that really brought it. Honestly, I think that that endeared people to him because it yeah. showed a different side of him. I think I think marijuana has helped him out a lot. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he did peyote, I think, and mushrooms. I think well, I think it was peyote, one of those things that where it's a hallucinogenic. A yeah. Whatever and he it was, changed. It has worked. Really nice guy. But finally mm-hmm. this week the the bottom fell out again. To in a in a limited in a limited way. Have you guys heard about this? Oh news? yeah. I'm on Mike's side on this one. Mike Sorry. Tyson he he actually landed several blows on a guy on a plane. It's a commercial flight. I think it was a Spirit Air flight. Uh he was he was bugging him on an airplane. Jet blue. It was a jet blue flight. Um, now Mike's Mike's camp says that the guy threw a water bottle at him, and there's video of the incident, but it's it's really there's very little video at all. It's just a split second or two, yeah. and there's not a whole lot of, of sound. So you have to listen to the the audio that we've collected very closely. Okay, Mike, this is cut number six. What happened here? He got bit. I think a dirty Mike Tyson biting in the right ear. <laughs> like hell, but he certainly had a big bite. Wait, that's I think that's yeah. That was how the airplane. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> anyway, the, would the, you mess with a guy who is capable of first of all killing you, but biting someone's ear off? Yeah, you don't mess around with Mike Tyson. No, I mean this this should be taught in in middle school. We should all know this. The guy the guy actually I saw a picture. He 
He looks like he maybe suffered some cuts to his face, but yeah. nothing too terribly severe. And they say when they landed and they, they took them both off the plane for questioning, and the guy didn't want to cooperate at all. He's like, you have, okay, yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have messed with Mike Tyson on an airplane. The video that's out there, you can tell the guy's just kind of really being that pest. Mm-hmm. An overexcited fan. And Tyson just couldn't take any more of it. He's actually lucky that he didn't bite his ear off. Yeah. Well, he is Mike Tyson. But, I mean, if you watch it close, it looks like the guy was wanting him to hit him. Yes. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. In the news cuts, they're saying, oh, my God, look at Mike Tyson. He's so bad. No, 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 no. This guy was all up in his grill, like, slapping him in the face, kind of. I mean, just, no, 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 no. And if you watch Tyson hitting him, he's almost playing with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not hitting him. Mm-mm. He's just, he's just boxing at him just a little bit. And if he would hit him. He'd kill him. The, yeah, he'd have killed him. Speaking of biting people's ears off, have you heard of that new gauge thing where where they're grinding the backside of their cartilage out? Oh God, no! Right. It's really attractive. What? Why is that? Um, you know, you can see it in high schools and I've tattoo seen shops. It, I've seen it in the the quick stop. <laughs> you know, yeah, you pull in to get your soda, and there's a guy behind the counter's got that going on. Hold on, they're they're cutting parts of their ears off. Uh, conched yes. ears, conched. It's see, look look at me. It's that part right there. Right toward the back. Yeah, the lobe, right? No, nope. no, nope. nope, up high. Up high. Ooh, that little knuckle that sticks out in the middle. Kind of. Well, like the whole part, of, like the part that Mike bit off. Yes. Is what's gone. And, but they're leaving the perimeter in there. So it'd be like taking a Dremel tool, just grinding it out. However, when these people get older, I mean, they better put a piece of wire in there, like a bra wire, to hold that thing up. Because when they get older, then the top of their ear is going to flop over. And they'll look like a puppy that needs his ears clipped. <laughs> a little Dalmatian. 800-800-7234. So my, my big question of the whole Mike Tyson, why is he flying jet blue? Why wouldn't he be in first class on American? Minimum. I mean, literally. I don't think he's got a lot of money. I really? really don't. Yeah, he's. He, I know he went broke. You're a racist, Hurley. No. Uh, why is that oh, racist? No. Anyway, I, I think it's just, I, I don't know. Well, where, where did this cash go? I know he's lost his house and I know he went bankrupt at one point, but I just wonder why he's on, why he's in coach on Blue, Jet Blue. He's got a weed business. Oh, Mike Tyson. Bob, do you have a Mike Tyson impersonation? I don't really have one. But. Hey, Sounds like Kenny from South Park. Yeah, I know. Who is this? Truman Capote. Truman Capote? Truman Capote. And we do have Latin Carmen. And you have Latin Carmen. We're both writers. Great, great, excellent writers. Except that Truman Capote didn't like to smoke marijuana, and I did. (laughs) I like it a lot. I like it a lot. That's possibly the worst Mike Tyson yeah. personality. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Seeking new lows on the John Clay Wolf show. John, new lows is Johnny Depp getting beat down. I mean, oh. so so did Mike have the right to hit that kid? Yes. I agree. Did Johnny have the right to hit, what's her name? No. Amber Amber Heard? Nope. Yes. No. I don't no. think he did that. Nope. No? Don't be on the wrong no, side of that No, I don't think he one, did man. that. I think she's lying. <laughs> what, Gigi? I think she's lying. You know what I mean? I don't think he did that. So um, it's been very interesting. I've been following that for a while. And she's lied. And people are coming out and saying she didn't have any bruises. She didn't have a broken nose. She lied from day one. The tapes of her badgering him Mm -hmm. are bad. Yeah. 
Do you have any of those tapes, Charlie? I've got one here. Uh, I think this is when he's drinking wine. Is that right? Or yeah, he had a little meltdown in the kitchen. What happened? The pirate in him is coming out. No. So then nothing happened. Johnny Depp. Yeah, you're right. I just woke up and you were so sweet and nice. We were not even fighting this morning. All I did was say sorry. Did something happen to you this morning? I don't think so. No, that's the thing. You want to see crazy? I'll give you crazy. That's a big old glass. Oh, it was crazy. a big glass. Have you drunk this whole thing this morning? Oh, he got this going. Oh, you're oh, really? filming me? Yeah, he just saw the camera. Yeah, she set him up. Right, totally set him up. Mm-hmm. She set him up and then it backfired on her because it showed her um, um, chasing after him. So she became the aggressor. Dummy. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all didn't see this? I saw it, too. Now, on any of these other cuts, does it show it? No, oh. these are cuts from the trial. But does it not show any of the tape, the evidence that they used? Because the evidence is damning on her. Mm-hmm. Who was she dating? Was she Elon Musk girl also? Yes, honey. Right. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Right. She was going for the big bucks. We're talking about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. You know, George in in the movie Blow, my favorite movie. Uh, George, God, what's young? Yeah. So let's uh, so in I mean go let's go through the rest of this. We have three more parts of it, right? Yeah. So the first cut here from the trial, you want to set it up? They've had a strange relationship. I, Amber's attorney read a weird text exchange between Johnny and, and her, where he used the phrase "going for the throat." And this is pretty weird stuff. This is cut number one. You send Miss Heard a text that says, "Thank you for your letter. I love you." She writes, "Thank you for mine," and then you write. The only reason we go for the throat is love. And then she writes, my throat is yours. You're going to be the death of me, but I don't care. And then you write, I have other uses for your throat, which do not include injury. I have other uses for your throat, which do not include injury. Mm-hmm. Sorry, could you read that again? To <laughs> your words, sir, right? I read that right, correct? You did. <laughs> that's pretty weird. These stuff. dramatic actors, they're just so full of right. ass. Now, and that's just a text conversation between the two, right? And then this came up. After he had moved out of their home, Johnny asked his housekeeper. He called him up and asked if it might be a good time to come for some of his things while Amber was away. And here's, here's how he described that exchange in testimony. This is cut number two. I had gone to Mr. Bett and said, uh, she's at Coachella. I think it's a good time to go downtown so that I can get some of my things, you know? And he said, I don't think now's a good time to go. And I thought, it's the perfect time. She's not gonna be home for two days. And then he showed me a photograph. What was the photograph of Mr. Depp? It was a photograph of the bed, our bed. And on my side of the bed was human fecal matter. So I understood why it wasn't a good time to go down there. (laughs) She pooped the bed. That is so gross. I'll show you a thing or two. By the way, Johnny explained that he did ask Amber about the bed situation. 
later on. And this is the response that he says that he got cut too too. I had that happen um, once. He tried to blame it on the dogs. Why didn't you think it could have been the dogs? They're teacup Yorkies. They, they weigh about four pounds each. And that, that was not, none of that did not come from a dog. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's hey, gross. I'm having a flashback here. This happened to you, John? I mean, Ooh. not exactly, but this is all. If it even, yeah, yeah, it kind of did. If it was even close. What's her name again? I'm going to look her up. I'm going to look in her eyes on a picture and see if I see that crazy right. in it. <laughs> Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Hold on. Yeah. Images. There's a level of crazy there. She's a beautiful gal. She actually co-starred with Johnny in The Rum Diary. I think that's how they met. Yeah, so these crazy gals. Well, they have a look. They have a look. What but is I, the look? Uh, you know, but they're just, they're super pretty, super sexy, mm-hmm. super, you know, like. Great in bed. CJ from, what's that show called? Uh, Pam Anderson, Hasselhoff, Baywatch. Baywatch. So those are the hottest girls ever, right? Uh-huh. But they're bed poopers, man. <laughs> we'll be back. I'll explain a little bit. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. My name's John Clay. Well, we're coming into the car segment where you can call us with your car in just a minute after this song. For GiveMeTheVin.com, our sponsor. 800-800-RADIO. Give me the year, make, model, miles. Average rough for cleaning. I'll give an offer on your car right here on the radio across the whole U.S. for everybody to see. Be right back. Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show. Brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it. Presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we make offers, bids on cars on live radio. Been doing it for 16 years now, at least, maybe 16 and a half on the radio. I can remember that because my kid's, he's turning 16 and july i think i started that radio this radio show six months before he's born yeah yeah anyway wow. um randy in pennsylvania yes sir 19 challenger rt angry b 600 miles drag strip car yep drag strip car D- define yep. drag strip car because like i bought a charger this week from one of the racing teams in nashville i mean it was at our nashville office like literally one of the yeah, so, stock cars. I, I bought a stock so car this week, and I gave twelve thousand for it, which looked like free, and I sold it for twelve thousand, which looked like free. Those cars aren't worth anything. Now, what is yours? Are like a race car, race car, or is it just a roll barred out, one seat yeah. pulled kind of deal? No, what Dodge, Dodge built the the the. They came out with the thirteen twenty Angry Bee. It mm-hmm. was built for the drag strip. It has it has the line lock and trans brake, um, all all built into it. Right. With the uh, the SR the SRT motor, the 485 horsepower motor. It's it it's the fastest naturally aspirated car that was built. 
Uh, Is it faster year. than a demon? So I. Um, well, demons, demons supercharged, fuel injected. This is naturally aspirated. Right. What year's yours? Um, so it was kind. Of, it's it, it's a thirteen twenty, signifying the number of feet in a quarter mile. So it's built for the for the race for the race track. Um, it's it looks like a regular car, but it has the line lock and trans. Hang on, I've got to ask. I've, I've got to ask for some backup. I got to call a lifeline right here. To see what this guy thinks. Hold on. Al Norton Jr. is the driver. Woo! Al Norton, I just want to say to all you other drivers out there, if you smell a delicious, crispy smell after the race, <laughs> it's not your tailpipe. It's a little bit of shake <laughs> and then bake. Shake and bake. Yeah, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Randy, do you have any shake and bake with this one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I'm out of time. Randy, do, do me a favor. Go to givemethevin.com. Take pictures of the car. Send in the uh, VIN number, and uh, let's bid it off air because it's uh, special. I, I'd i be lying if I said I bought one of these in the past, you know, two months. We did have one a year ago. Yeah. But I haven't had one in a while. And this... Uh, okay. The, the, I, I just need to, I need to do some checking. But go to givemethevin.com. I'll damn sure okay. buy it. I'm not scared to buy anything. We made an offer on a million-dollar car in, uh, where was that? Friday. Where was that? Houston. Houston, yeah. Yep. Houston, Texas. Million-dollar car. So he actually bid it at 971500 is what I said. Yeah. Did he, did he respond? We're, we're, it's the middleman, so we're trying to get oh, to the guy. Oh, the yeah. middleman. Yeah, we're trying to get to the guy that hey, owns it. It's like, it's like <laughs> Alan Jackson. We need to, hey, Bob. Yes. Can you redo that song? Oh, this is good. Do you have a pen handy? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Alan Jackson, Little Man. You know the song Little Man? No. The little man who saved this town. I could probably find it, though. You don't know the song Little Man? I'm sorry, I do not. Oh, I know Little Bitty. Sing it some more. <laughs> Sing it yeah. some more. I mean, you don't know the Little Man? Oh, yeah, I know that one. Sure. You really no, you want me to fake it for you or what? Yeah, I you asked me a question. I mean, you're just such a you're just such a country person. I just thought you'd have it. Here you go. Sorry to fail your pop quiz, Dad. I've never heard it. Oh, stop. I stop. Okay, we're gonna go out with this. But anyway, we take Little Man. We get to the chorus. It'll make a lot of sense. I go back screwed it up. There's Johnson's hardware and Anyway. Take Little Man and redo it as Middle Man. Okay. And here's the chorus, and it'll make sense. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. I go back now, the stores are empty. Except an old Coke sign dated 1950. This is Give me the, the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup! America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. And now we return to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by givemethevin.com. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. And that transition from the last deal, when we were talking about Little Man, need to write a song about Middle Man, trying to jam in that Alan Jackson clip, and then we transition to music, 
and we have no idea what anybody played anywhere in the country because there's 65 affiliates all playing different songs. Different tunes. And then we come back from whatever the hell they just played to Rush, and I, I got to clean up this Alan Jackson bit. It's confusing. It's very confusing. And we're fixing to fix it. I think it was probably too much time on my hands by sticks. <laughs> How are we going to fix it? What we're going to May 14th, we're going, we're going to control the music. <laughs> the wait is over. You can't do that, Dave. Yeah, no, we, we, we finally, after all these years, we, we're changing our show clock, which means our break clock, the way okay. it breaks. All right. And I loved it. So we've gotten all these new affiliates, right? We've got all these big cities. Good morning, Miami. Good morning, South Carolina, or uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Jacksonville, Orlando. Literally, Chicago's, a, you know, it's legit, right? Chicago is just a little bit. It's a, it's a little bit. It's a little, right. little man, yeah. <laughs> yeah LA, and this guy Chicago. in New York is listening to our show. Oh. Give that Casey Kasem bit. <laughs> I understand. So the New York guys are listening to our show. All right. And they're like, man, this sounds bad. Because of the transitions the transition. of music. Right. When we're transitioning from show to music and music back to show, sure. it's not clean. And I've heard, I've heard it like before. I've actually sat in the car, and not come to the studio, and let y'all start without me, so I can hear the transition from A to B. And it sounds like hell. Gotcha. It sounds like Elon Musk's girlfriend pooping in Johnny Depp's bed. Ooh, <laughs> that's Amber. bad. And yeah. so we're fixing to fix that. How's that? Gonna God, happen? I could, I could see them all the northeastern guys rolling their eyes. Fixing to fix it. Fixing to fix it. <laughs> All right. You're not supposed to sound it's southern, John. You're not supposed to sound southern. Don't be southern. I'm fixing to stop being southern. <laughs> it ain't broke. 800 <laughs> 800 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. So this is the transitions that we're going to be this, fixing. I mean, this transition problem has been going on for years and years and years. This is back in the 70s when there's a transitions problem. Uh-huh. And I can't believe it took us 15 years of being on the radio for us to realize we had a transition problem. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. A little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. (laughs) See, when you come out of those up-tempo damn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions, and then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but... Damn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a damn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a f***ing up full record every time I do a damn deaf dedication. They see. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. What? This is a god last damn time. I want somebody to use his f***ing brain to not come out of a damn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a dog dying. <laughs> well, Casey, that's life in the laugh in the face of death world of radio. And I feel the same way, Casey. And I don't think you could have said it any better. 
and thank you for clearing that up and we're finally going to switch it may 14th so affiliates that are listening uh get with bob or get with our staff because the new clocks are coming out we've got three weeks to change them 800-800-7234-800-800 radio that easter show last week was pretty good i mean we we nailed it yeah it was fun <laughs> Did you want to get back to the pooping in bed? The females that poop in oh. bed. Oh, mm. Johnny Depp's <laughs> girlfriend. <Gigi>. Yuck! <laughs> what a crazy deal, though. And we know that Johnny's a little off because he always chooses these strange, strange roles, right? And he's so good in them, playing you know Captain Jack Sparrow and Hunter Thompson, you know, and all the Tim Burton stuff. I mean, he is like Edward Scissorhands. You guys realize this? He's got to be a strange guy. He's a weird dude. And he found the perfect woman. The thing is that strange and strange, while they may attract, they don't complement each other very well. And I, I think I think she's got a bit of a problem. Do you guys want to hear this cut again where he, he finds out what she did to the bed? Yes. It yes. fascinates We're me. We're talking about Johnny Depp and Amber. What's her name? Amber Heard. 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 And it, it, in, in court testimony, I She's a bed pooper. I didn't keep this part, but he said, <laughs> they said, how did you react to that? And he said, well, it was just so strange and bizarre and grotesque that I, I didn't have any reaction but to, but to laugh. It's just so crazy what she did. He's already moved out of the house at this point. He's testifying about it. And he calls. But he's still hitting it, Bob. That's the problem the with the bed pooper. And he calls the he's housekeeper. He's probably hitting the housekeeper, too. And I don't mean with his fist. No. And the housekeeper advises him that, you know, he, he's like, well, she's gone for a couple of days. Maybe this is a good time to, to go and get her. This is cut number two we've got, Mike. And he finds out that maybe it's not such a good time to go out there. I had gone to Mr. Bett and said, uh, she's at Coachella. I think it's a good time to go downtown so that I can get some of my things, you know. And he said, I don't think now's a good time to go. And I thought, it's the perfect time. She's not going to be home for two days. And then he showed me a photograph. She thought it was a good what time was to the go. <laughs> <laughs> it was a photograph of the bed, our bed, and on my side of the bed, the pile was human of fecal dung. matter. Good so morning, Cleveland. It all wasn't fecal. a good time to go down there. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland steamer that is. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty vindictive. In a in a very in a very weird way, and he says something that really struck me. Bob, listen to later me. on the witness y'all, stand. Y'all asked me if I wanted to tell this story. I don't, but I'm going to right now. Tell it anyway. If you, if, if, but it, I, I'm just right there on the cusp. You could lose me at any second. Do you want it? Your crazy story. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes crazy chick oh, story. We want it. Okay, we want it. So no names, obviously. <clears throat> but here's what I've learned about women. I've talked about this before. And JD, you and I have had this conversation. Oh, many so, like, times. if there's mold on the lasagna in the fridge, they're probably pretty good at bed. That's right. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you, sadly you, you true. pull back the tinfoil mm-hmm. on the leftovers and they're all molded up. It's weird. It's a weird correlation. Or there's but they're highly dog, sexual people. Dog stuff on the floor. Dog crap on the floor. Ew. Oh, I know it. I know. The beautiful crazy scale. Ew. The beautiful crazy scale. I'm telling you, it's true. But in college, I wish. Where's Where's Sergio? Is he? I texted him because I, I, I. This This story's so crazy. I, I need to back up and to well, have listen a, to what Johnny Depp said about Amber. And this This hits so close to home. And I'll bet you understand it. Right. He talked about her, her what he calls a need for conflict. This is cut number three. 
Miss Hurd, in her frustration and in her rage and her anger, she would strike out. It could begin with a slap, it could begin with a, a shove, it could begin with, you know, throwing a TV remote at my head. And these day-to-day arguments were um, simply unnecessary. It was not to help the relationship. It did not help the relationship. It wasn't meant to help the relationship. It was meant to feed her need for Crazy. conflict. She has a need for conflict. She has a need for violence. Yeah. Now, what was the girl's name that went to jail for just stabbing her, her lover to death? She's so crazy. Oh, God. It happens all the time. But yeah, which that? one? I can't remember. remember. Two, two years ago, there's a big trial. Super good-looking gal. Just crazier, crazier now. Is it Phoenix? Wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Think about it. Jake. Is that like Jody Arreyes? Yes. Or, yes. Yeah, something yes. like that. Did she shoot him or stab him to death? I don't... I, I think, think she, she stabbed, stabbed him. him. Is yeah. this the one with the guys in the shower? Yeah. Oh! I remember the yeah. video. Yeah. yeah dude, I bet she like pooped freaky. in the bed, too. I bet you're right. We've all had that chick. At least one. So that's the litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I woke up this morning. Big night out. Oh, I got to be careful how I say this, because this is very damning. All right. But I'm talking over 30 years ago. Yeah, about 30 years ago. Uh-huh. And um, I wake up the next morning after a big night out in my apartment in college. and There it is. Damn it! No, oh, in your bed. It's about I don't know, like eight. You know, we we're out till three, yeah. eight or nine in the morning. Then mm. I look over and homegirl's gone. But I'm like, man, it smells like hell in here. What the heck is uh, this? Smells bad. I do. Right. So I get up and I go to the bathroom. Whammo! All over the bath. So she came off the bathroom seat. Here's what happened. She came off the. It was very obvious yeah. by the by the inspection. She came <laughs> off the bathroom seat in the middle of the night, wasted. So it's just a black stripe coming off the seat. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Ew. In mid fire and, and went to the ground. Oh, wow! God! And then all the crap. And then she's all drunk and wasted, trying to clean it up. So she's like getting it in the grooves of the tile and stuff. Wow! Yeah, and then and then and then get the towels and clean them you know and use them to mess it all uh, clean it up and it's just smeared like a kid <laughs> and then put it in the bottom of my hamper <laughs> and then put stuff on top of that <laughs> like you'll never find this <laughs> and then got back in bed with me oh. and then my comforter and it was bad man it was bad I had to bring my buddy over and we put on we got Vicks Vapor Rub the question it, is it took bandanas and covered the vapor rub bandanas with vapor rub and put them around our face and then put on ski goggles <laughs> and rubber gloves did you ever date her again hell yes you did well, I was I was it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's an accident it was a damn I mean it, it looked like a looked like a murder dude oh, we'll be back in a minute <laughs> The 
John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Speaking of changing our clocks around, okay. McAllen, Texas, I think we're losing you. Or maybe you're losing us. <laughs> Why is that? Because they're country. Oh, oh, and the music we're going to pick is going to be more this, classic rock. Yeah, but... And, they don't and, want a little classic rock? Well, they, we were on this conversation with all the bigwigs, and we are going through all these affiliates, and they're like, what are we going to do in McAllen, Texas? All right. Because it's the number one radio station in McAllen, Texas, but it's country. It's a great country station. Sure. And we're fortunate to be on there, and I'm not just saying that, because, I mean, number one, you know, the, the, the big stick, and they, they broke format for us on a country stick in that market. Very nice. But for us to feed all the rest of the nation the right songs, we have to play it within the format somewhat. Yeah. But and if McAllen's hardcore, I guess, McAllen, if you don't care that we're going to be playing classic rock on your station... Call your program director down there and see what the opinion is. But I, I think we're I think we're getting I think Co- we're out of there. Country and classic rock are real similar. Ah, uh, the, the the listeners are very similar. Yeah. Agreed. So I don't know what we're gonna do with that. But um I I somebody said on the meeting, Well, what are we gonna do with McAllen, Texas? And this guy in New York's like, Sounds like they're fixing to get some classic rock. Eight hundred, eight hundred, seven, two, three, four, eight hundred. 800 radio. Gigi, what about Putin? Does he have cancer and dying? I wish that he would. Does that count? It does. I wish that he would because look what he's doing. He's killing innocent people. And for what reason? Help me understand that. Ego. uh, Ego. And wheat. He needs wheat. What? Oh, um... Does he for real? Ukraine is the largest wheat bread basket in the world, I believe. I mean, the the, the wheat price in the U.S. right now mm-hmm. is like fourteen dollars mm-hmm. a bushel, which like most farmers work off of six and seven and eight. Six is really where they plan. Fourteen dollars a bushel. There's no wheat, so it's crazy expensive right now because of the war in Ukraine. Um, I don't know, but you know, I, I, is there any stories about him dying? Is he is he legitimately sick? I haven't heard any stories of him dying, but like I said, most people wish that he would. Well, there was a picture out this week. He he looks bloated and slouching and gripping a table. So everybody's no. saying he has cancer. There are rumors. Um, he's just kind of slurring his words a little bit, which would explain what a lot of people said when he first went into Ukraine. He's going out and he wants to leave a legacy and he thought this would be his legacy. It's turned into a complete disaster. Why hasn't anybody gone and killed him yet? They got they got Lincoln. They got Lincoln. I think he's probably more protected than Lincoln was that particular night at the theater. (laughs) I mean they got Lincoln, they get Putin, man. They got JFK. I, I think Putin probably sees it coming and knows somebody's after him and has amazing security around him. JFK did not see it coming. No, he did not. Neither did Lincoln. He was looking the other way. So if if you're Putin, would you wear a steel plate on the back of your head? Because that seems to be how they get these presidents. Yeah. Get them from the back. From the back. Brian, good morning. Hang on a sec, G. Brian, good morning. You're on the air. Uh, good morning, and you gentlemen are the highlight of every Saturday morning. It was one of the best stations our little rock station uh, did was to put you on during this time frame. And, uh, oh, boy. And G- 
Gigi, you have a beautiful, smoky voice. It, it, it will focus people's attention. Oh, thank you. Before, thank hmm? you, boss. Do you smoke cigarettes, Gigi, to get that to get that raspy, sexy thing going? No. <laughs> you smoke grass? <laughs> it just means I haven't had my second cup of coffee. When I met Gigi, I was like, I really think that you need to be on the radio. Well, people have told me that <laughs> my entire life. They do say that. <laughs> But you, you know, made it happen. You know, I've heard that I have a very sensual voice. <laughs> After 10 years of working the phone sex hotlines, Spanky I was the Daddy. highest producer in the phone sex operator's room. <laughs> but the secret was those unfiltered camels. They kept my lungs scorched so that my vocal cords would be raspy. Mm. And <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby, baby. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a fun story. Uh, actually, out of Florida. So there's this sheriff in Florida, and in his particular community, he is known, and everybody loves him, for getting meth off the streets, right? So this week, he had his daughter taken in for meth trafficking. What? Can you imagine being the guy that everybody knows as the meth sheriff and it's your own daughter? This will be uh, cutting a braid, Mike. Dude, this- my, my kid this week got called down to the principal because he told the teacher that that he can fight at the end of the year because he's changing schools. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> no, what do you mean good for him? Like somebody was bowing up. He's, it's just always something. I feel sorry for this guy. Obviously, his daughter being on meth is way more, is a heavier problem than, than my kid being a a, a it, jerk at school yeah but it probably didn't start here this is franklin county sheriff aj smith talking about his daughter's arrest our narcotics guys have been working a case one arrest another person who was involved who happened to be my daughter we did a, a control buy Damn. with my daughter and she delivered over two ounces that's when she two was arrested ounces. you think i've like seen my child in an orange jumpsuit back in a jail cell of course not Two ounces? Where, Two is, is, is that a lot of meth? Dude. <laughs> what? Okay, when you go to the head shop and you want to buy a scale, and the guy asks you this, he says, do you want to weigh marbles or feathers? Right. Because pot, you know, a quarter pound of pot is, you know, you fit that in your shoe, mm-hmm. right? Two ounces of, of meth? Like, that's a lot of powder. That's like half of a Scooby-Doo lunchbox, man. <laughs> really? Oh, <wow>. Yes. <laughs> Two ounces, that's a lot of powder. That is too much meth. That's too much. For a 15-year-old especially. I mean, if you were 18, you could ingest two ounces, but not at 15. Yeah, no, she needs in jail. We'll she be needs right in back. jail. My name two is John ounces. Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Be right back. The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like Miami's WBGG, Big 105.9, South Florida's Classic Rock, and Fayetteville's 98.3 The Keg, The Rock of Northwest Arkansas. Catch the live stream now online at johnclaywolf.com. John Clay Wolf Show. Every Saturday morning. We're very, very sorry. Not sorry. America's largest weekend morning show. The John Clay Wolf Show. 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. 
So I'm hanging out with my buddy the other day. Yeah. I think it was a Friday. No, it was Saturday. No, it was Sunday. Sunday. We go out to the country. I hadn't been with him in a while. He's stopped drinking so much. Oh. And it's like, hey, let's get out. Let's do something. Y'all are drinking too much. And 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 um, when we're leaving, he's like, oh, I've, I'm busy with this. I'm busy with that. I said, no, you're not. You're coming with me. Sure. A, a day out in the in the fresh air will do you some good. Buddy. You're being a buddy. I'm being a buddy. Yeah. And I'm. I, I really have to force him into it. And then actually, well, I'm at the gym now. I said, listen, if you're not coming with me today, quit calling me and asking me to do things. This is the perfect opportunity. This is when I have time. Because you're always asking me to do this and this and this in the middle of the week. I can't do it. I can do it right now. You're not doing a damn thing. (laughs) One day at the gym, you're probably not even there. (laughs) I'm going to come to your house and pick you up. It's like talking to a kid. Get dressed. Be out front. I'll be there. (laughs) So I get there, and I don't see his car, and... I'm like, hey, um, do me a favor. Take your wife's car and follow me to the highway. Because it's like 15 minutes to get into his house. Gotcha. So when we're coming back, I just wanted to exit off the highway and switch cars with him. I didn't want to spend another 30 minutes right. getting through their neighborhood. Right. So that was a whole debacle. He, and we go and we drop his car off at the Lone Star Oyster Bar. Gotcha. And we take off. His wife calls on three-way, or on speaker. I'm like, I'm not, I, I want to change names. Susie, let's just say Susie. Susie. Old good friend of mine. She's like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I said, here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to call us anymore today. This is like oh. nine in the morning. Right. Until at least an hour after sunset. Wow. Because we're going to be out there all day, and I don't need you calling all day, plug and plug and cut. You know, this pressure, I don't need it. But you know you know her well enough to speak to her. We're like all this. friends. Okay. Very good friends. All right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like, <laughs> but they quit drinking. It's all better, right? And he's like, do you mind if I have a beer? I'm like, no. Of course not. And he opens this deal. He's got 18 of the big, the big ones. The twist off. Oh. <laughs> all right. And nine in the morning. Right. And, and, uh, and we had to stop to get ice on the beer because it's like, how many beers? She goes, oh, 18. I'm like, wow. Okay. So we were going to go ride dirt bikes. I'm like, you can't ride dirt bikes and drink beer. <laughs> so I guess you're not going to ride. But here's here's what was interesting is she's calling, but she's confused. So I'm trying to get her to leave us alone. But she's like, you don't understand. I need my car. I'm like, I thought you're in his car. Remember, he and I are in, in my car right. driving. She's on speaker. Right. And she's like, no, I'm in my daughter's driving me. I'm like, where's where, where's his car? It's at the QT stop, which like in other parts of the world, that would be the Wawa or the 7-Eleven. Sure. And I'm like, why is it at the QT stop? And she's like, because last night when he stopped to get us some wine, I was talking to him and he sounded too drunk. Oh. So I told him to leave his car there. So I went and picked him up and drove him home. And now my car is at the Lone Star Oyster Bar. bar. <laughs> so she's having to plan her cleanup trips with Ubers to get the, the stashed cars from around town. That's crazy. Brought back together. Yeah, there's probably no issue with alcohol there. No, none at all. None at all. <laughs> I'm like, so, so you're going to get, I mean, you're going to spend $100 in Ubers just gathering up the stowaway cars. Of course. From a night out. And she's like, 
And I know if it's at the Lone Star Oyster Bar, like, right. Like, y'all weren't in there drinking, like, right. Oh. I'm like, no, I just picked that because it was right. Oh, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> so, her other car's at the Lone Star Oyster Bar, and then his car's at the package store late night to pick up the, the last, the end of the booze for the night. Oh, that's wow. great. Oh, poor That's bad. so great. Do you know post-COVID, that has happened to a lot of couples. They get this separation anxiety now because they've been locked in the house together for two and a half years. Really? And they just can't operate in public anymore. <laughs> just think it'd be it's almost true. the opposite. I'm so glad to get away from her. Right. Last week or a couple weeks ago, I was talking about Kia Motors. Kia engines that clog up. They get hardened arteries in the channels of the oil. Um, oh, what do you call those? Journals. Yeah, you were talking about it on our show actually some time ago, and it and it, it caught my mind. And uh, there's there's more to this, but here's here's what you said initially. Kia has an internal genetic problem with the channels, their journals, and their oil oiling system. Mm. Think about hardened arteries. Sure. How that works? Right. It gives you a heart attack and you die. Mm-hmm. Think about the oil going through an engine like arteries, blood. Okay. Sludge is what they call it in the oil pan and in the oil system, and it stops oiling the engine and it locks up. And Kia's not good about warranting this problem. Okay. But it's happening all the time in Kia's and has been going on for 10 years. I've probably lost 30 of them. Is there a really? mileage that they hit? Or? Yeah, I mean, higher mileage is worse. But, I mean, I saw one this week with 33,000 miles. Jeez. Well, it was engine sludge, you know. That means the owner didn't change the oil often enough. So the dealer doesn't honor the warranty claim at the Kia dealership. However, out of a guy that buys and sells 50,000 cars a year... Why are they always Kias? It's not Toyotas. It's not Hyundais. I mean, it happens to all of them, but it happens 10 to 1 Kias. So that's just something off the top of your head. Right. Because I was pissed off that I was having to buy two Kia Motors that week. And it's not the dealer's fault. It's the factory's fault for not enforcing the warranty claims. The dealers want to get them covered, but the factory turns the dealer's warranty claim down. And it's not right. So what happened? Somebody sent us a note. The situation may be in flux. I got this letter from a fellow named Keith. It says, hey, John, I just wanted to weigh in on your Kia comments. I am a Kia tech and was replacing one of the engines you described all while I was listening to your show. And I just want to say there already is a class action lawsuit about those engines. They under-engineered the lower end galleys, meaning crankshift bearing and journals. Mm -hmm. If you own one of the cars that the lawsuit applies to, you get free engines for life. No kidding. Most of the ones that we see are abused and show signs of neglected maintenance. And I think if they would have required full synthetic oil, it may have helped a bit. But from what I've seen, the typical Kia owner goes way too long between oil changes. Anyway, love your show and have been listening to you over a year now on 107.9 KBPI in Denver. Hail Satan, your friend Keith. Wow. (laughs) That's what it says. So he's a technician in the Kia dealership. Yeah. He sees it all the time. Yeah, it's real. So they're aware of the problem. So they're getting a free engine for life? What does that mean? That I mean, means that walk- Kia is going to fix their engine, and if it happens again, they're going to get another one for free. Wow. But you have I mean, to know what buttons to push. Yeah, that's what is the button. The dealers need to tell the customers. And they don't want to. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> it's not the dealer. It doesn't cost the yeah, dealer money. Dealer anything. No, it's a Kia problem. So anyway. Important news found yeah. right here on the radio. Kind of is. There's a lot of Kias on the road. There's a lot more. Yeah, than so that. they're not good cars? Uh, I mean, they, they eat too much chicken fried. They, they put gr- bis- gravy on their biscuits. Okay, I like I like gravy on my biscuits. But you, but, but it makes your blood thicker. Yeah, but it makes something else <laughs> thicker, too. <laughs> Baby got back. 
But mm-hmm. no, no, no. They've they've just got they've got um they've got high blood pressure. Let's call it that. Kias do. Okay. And um, and it goes along with the people that buy Kias don't want to pay for oil changes as often as the people that buy Mercedes. Makes sense. However, to- Toyotas and Hondas, I mean, they make it longer. Nissan, Nissan is a payment car. It's a cheaper car that that has a lot of bad credit scores attached to mm-hmm. it. And they don't lock up. The engines don't lock up all the time on Nissans. Oh. It's a key problem. Okay. Hey, speaking of problems, we have one less problem now when we travel. I know you're excited about this. Uh, a judge avoided the mask mandate from planes, trains, and buses on Monday. Here's a response, by the way, from one flight attendant after the pilot announced the news. Cut number 12, Mike. April 18th, the Biden administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft. (laughs) (laughs) Who's... It's a flight attendant walking down the aisle with a basket, taking everybody's masks up. So <laughs> he's so happy he's singing. <laughs> yes, they're flight attendants now. They're having to buy a lipstick for the first time in two years. <laughs> you know, I heard that nobody is happier about that than flight attendants. Oh yeah, because they have to wear it like you know three hour flight yeah, there and back again up and, and down the aisles and are they to still people. no booze on the airplanes? No, uh, American and Southwest both started uh, alcohol again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? There's not enough crazies on the plane anyway. More alcohol for airplanes and pilots. Pilots are the drinkingest bunch of guys oh, you'll ever dude. meet in your life. You don't, no doubt. You have no idea. I do have an idea. You do, yeah. They really are. They really are. There is a rule for eight hours bottled to throttle, and it is for real. Because pilots... Uh, party and serious. They, they just drink liquor. I've been in a room full of nothing but airline pilots at parties, mm-hmm. and they are crazy. <laughs> I mean, nuts. Like, go ahead. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. When we call back, we're going to do this quick segment where we make offers on your car. Like, you call into the radio station, tell me year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean, and I'll actually bid your car right here on the radio station for our sponsor, Give Me the VIN. Dot com. So stump the chump. That is me. And the number to stump the chump is 800-800-RADIO. Call in with a quick description of your car. I'll throw a number at it. And the number's good at gimmethevin.com. Be right back. On the radio, all I hear is sell us your house, sell us your car, sell us your dog, sell us your wife, and sell us your children. My name's John Clay Wolf, and I created GiveMeTheVin.com. First guy to ever advertise, sell us your car on the radio. Been doing it 30 years. Everybody copied me, man. I got to come up with a new deal. No, I don't, because we're the best car buyer in the United States of America. GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your show every saturday morning now back to the john clay wolf show hit him up right now 1-800-800-RADIO this is the john clay wolf show okay car segment instead of taking car calls i was going to explain a situation people like to me to share some knowledge about details of cars so let's go into 2006 the Ford Motor Company made the GT, which Ford versus Ferrari was Carroll Shelby's answer. That movie, Ford, Carroll Shelby made a car to fight off Ferrari in the Le Mans in 66. 
Um, and they won. The I, think they got, I think they got first and second place that year. It's a wonderful movie, Ford versus Ferrari. If you hadn't seen it, give it a shot. So, in 06, Ford reintroduces this car. It looks a lot like the 66 model. Just a modern-day version of it. Extremely limited production. Each dealer was allegedly going to get one. We did not get one. I had Wolf Ford at the time. I did not get one. So I don't know how many were made. Say, say they made 1500 of them. Right. Anyway, car is very valuable. I think it was $250,000 back in 06. We buy these expensive cars at GiveMeTheVin.com. And we speculate on the value of them, and we auction them off. We sold one, the highest priced one ever, but he sold it at an auction for $580,000. Wow. It had 50 miles on it. So this car's never going to get driven again. It's a piece of art. It'll be towed everywhere it goes. It's just, it's a museum piece at this point. And we try again. Well, we made some money on that one. Let, let's reach out there and do another one. You know, we paid more for that one than what one sold for on Bring a Trailer, which is a very popular classic car site the week before. So when we bought that, people were like, oh, you're crazy. You screwed up. I'm like, ah, it's got 50 uh, miles on it. Right. Five zero. Not 150, not 250, but 50. Sell the car for like 480. I mean, 580. 580. 580. Okay. Jeez. So we try it again and we reach out there and we grab one from another guy's collection. I think it had 150 miles or 250 miles, but it had a Canadian stamp on it because the last 10 of them that were made were for Canadian dealers. Okay. So it is quote unquote previous Canadian, but it had US spec, meaning the miles and the speed was in miles per hour, not kilometers. kilometers. But we had to announce it previous Canadian. Look at how much it changed the value of it. Here's us auctioning it off last oh, week. 06 model, but I give it a Ford GT, but I give it a gas. One owner. It was the personal car of a Ford dealer that, you know, each Ford dealer got one of these, and he's kept it all this time. Here we go, guys. Get ready. 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 Get Wow. Same buyers, same group that ran the other one to 578 or whatever it was. That's amazing. So when we're talking about these high dollar cars and we're asking these particular questions, that's why there is a difference. Little thing makes big difference. Little thing makes a big difference in the collectible art world. My name is John Clay Wolf. Buy cars on the radio for America's best highline buyer, too. Give me the VIN, VIN.com. Attention shoppers, you're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show, 800-800-RADIO, just give them the vid. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show, taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Give Hit them up, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast mm. at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. If never I met you. I never have seen this is Rod Stewart. Yeah. That's um, Kiss. Oh, Kiss. Sounds like Rod Stewart, but you're right. I'm not so, listening. That's Peter Chris on lead vocals. No, it's not. 
It is. No, it is. He, he sang Beth, too, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I like that song. Beth? Rock and Roll Over. Great Beth. album. And in, in, in coming this year, Kiss's final tour. <laughs> it's been going on for 10 years now. If you haven't seen them yet, this is your last chance. But if you miss this year, they can always do another one next year, which they will. Just in case you missed it. Speaking of old-timey music, Def Leppard. We're going to do a backtracks right now. On this day in 1960, oh, yeah. Def Leppard guitarist Steve Clark, not Phil Colin, the one that was in the pyromania playing the neck in the big, um, not pyromania, yeah, was that the, remember the MTV bit where he's up on the guitar oh, neck yeah, going, yeah, yeah. that's Phil Colin. It's photograph, photograph. Um, okay, back to the story. On this day in 1960, Def Leppard guitarist Steve Clark was born in Sheffield, England. He was a member of the group from 78 until 91, where he died of alcohol poisoning at the age of 30. Man. Steve Clark was posthumously inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of Def Leppard in, nine, in 2019. Cut one. Here's the deal. Call in 800-800-RADIO. Tell us what these two songs are that we're going to play backwards unscramble them in your head call us you get it right you get a prize pack of Def Leppard swag from Born Late Records and you get to sell that bitch t-shirt from us and you get uh, oh the signed um, slick the photo deal of us of the Junk Label Show okay number one It's hard, Bob. Mm, Bob, it? that's that's borderline impossible. If someone gets this, I they, they deserve more than what we're offering. Mm. Do it well. Okay, so this is a Def Leppard hit, kind of a hit. Played, Here's a hint. These are all really early songs. Okay, played backwards, and you have to unscramble them and call 800-800-RADIO and tell us what the songs are. Number one. Number two. These are hard. I'm looking at the answers and I can't dig it out of what I just heard. Really? Uh -uh. That was my favorite album for a long time. Can we say what album they're off of? You have to. They're off the High and Dry album. Okay. Yeah, Daddy. One more time. Cut one. Cut two. Mm. Awesome. Eleanor, good morning. Good morning. God, I'm so excited to hear from you guys. <laughs> so, I'm, I've been, I'm in Kentucky now from way of Arlington, Texas. All right. We're, we're right across the border, right across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio, which is the radio station. Ah. That is running the show right now. WGR. And I, you know, yeah. No, it's WEBN. Okay. Is the one I'm listening to. Just letting you know. Perfect. Um, but but I'm just happy. I've been telling people about you guys. I said, you got to go online. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. Because people mm-hmm. try to sell their cars up here all the time. Sure. It's so a, why not? It's, you know? it's a weird thing. We've got this show and we've got this company and they, you know, there's a break between them, but they kind of sync up, but we really enjoy what we do. That's so funny. So we're reminding you of being home. You, you're just screwing around on the radio and hear us talking. And remind, that, no, you, no, I'm actually working. I work for O'Reilly Auto Parts and mm-hmm. I am driving my truck, my work truck, which I'm not supposed to be on my phone. 
but I had to call. So. Good. Well, thank you, Eleanor in Kentucky. I'm by by means of by way of Cincinnati, Ohio, go Bengals. Arlington. Arlington. He's from Arlington, Texas. I got you. We, I mean, what high? What, what then? What was your elementary school? I mean, we've got enough. We've got enough. We've got enough. Here's one more I want to talk to. Shandon, uh, you had a heart attack. All right, bye, Shandon. You just you can't cuss on the radio, bud. When you cuss, you get hung up on and dumped, and it ruins the the, the whole thing. All right, um, let's do those two Def Leppard songs backwards real quick again because they're hard. I just wonder if anybody's going to get them. Cut one. Yep. Here's cut two. Statesville, North Carolina. Good morning. You're on the air. What do you got? Hello. Uh, it's you. Yes, uh, Please talk. All I got is uh, let it go. Oh, you're right. Let it go. But you don't have the other one. <laughs> I don't. Well, you got one. Thank wow. you for the one. You just broke the ice for everyone else. Number one, song one is Let It Go. I think that's the first Def Leppard song I ever heard when I was like fourth grade. Is Bring It On The Heartache on that album? Ah, uh, yes. That's probably my Maybe favorite. Maybe on their first one. Like on Through The Night and High And Dry were the first two albums. Hmm. All right, this is kind of fun, actually. It's Aspire. not long, is it? No, it's okay. about a minute. Okay, we got that much time. Yeah, it's pretty good news, actually, for aspiring artists. You always, how do I break? How do I get this song heard from people? How about if you had Snoop Dogg on your project? What? It's true. Yes, Snoop for a price will be on your project and a video, including this is cut number four. How much would it cost to get on a song if I didn't want to go that route, which obviously we want to go? Oh, 250000 250000 Yeah. So if somebody gives you 250000 that means that you'll you jump get about on. 16 bars. 16 bars? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when it's time to do the video, I need to get another two fifty a body. All right. Big money. And you, only, and you only got an hour, so get to filming. <laughs> wow. You got one hour to film. But <laughs> think of you. Can, okay, that's half a million bucks in, assuming he wouldn't take less. But uh, you know you're going to make that money back with Snoop on your, on your oh, yeah. project? Come on. We got to get him on our project. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I've got something. A guy that's a friend of mine. Yes, sir. Turned 50. Have y'all heard of the Island Boys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh have we? We played <laughs> yeah. them. I'm the Island Boy. We played yeah. the Island Boys. I'm an Island Boy. I put my vest on, yeah. Like a wild one mine. Trying to make it to the top. I'm an uh. Island Boy. I've been trying to make it. I seen it with a gang, gang swing. You ain't just swing no kind. So awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Make it I'm stop. Island Boy. <laughs> island Boy. Island Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi, you don't like this, do you? It grows on you. I'm an so island boy. So does fungus. <laughs> so, 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 so somebody um, busted on this guy yeah. and hired them to sing him a... You know how these celebrities will do oh, these yeah. quick birthday clips? Sure. Hit, hit my Cameo. computer and we'll see if this works. Just a Texas boy trying to make it. Your best buddy Nick sending his love. Happy birthday, Chris. Keep on going. You're going to, to make it, Chris. 
Oh yeah. But but the uh, I didn't do it. I didn't start it at the right place. They're busting on him about. Here we go. Oh happy birthday, Chris! You're 50 years old, yeah. Just a text boy trying to make it. Driving around town with your badass Porsche. Oh yeah, 50 years old, still stud. Just a text boy trying to make it. Your best buddy Nick sending his love. Up. Happy birthday! I had another one. <laughs> Kato Kalen did one for a friend of ours that we called Kato because he lived in another friend's back house. Okay. Sure. I need to get that. So this it's called Cameo. Cameo, yeah. And you send a little message, because I did this for my friend, uh, Rafael Palmera, former Texas Ranger. He yep. was a big fan. Yep. He's put a little message together, and he'll read it in, in his happy birthday. So you can make up a little story yeah. and have him say it to him. It's great. What did that cost? It was like 50 bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some of these guys, really, people yeah. you know, are like 50, 100 bucks. Now, some of them, granted, are like 500, but there's very few that are more than 1,000. Yeah. I mean, big stars that'll yeah. do this. It takes, what does it take, some five minutes or less? Yeah. They got to approve the message and all that right, kind of stuff. Right, right. But it's, it's a, yeah, it's called Cameo. All right, so real quick, we're going to wrap up this um, backtracks thing. Cut one, we've already described. It is uh, Let It Go from Death Hook. And then cut two is this. Run backwards. These are Def Leppard songs, Run Backwards. And we have a Jeff in Virginia. What do you got? Uh, let it go and bring it on the heartbreak. Negative. Derek in Montana. Good morning. What have you got? Let it go and love fights. Negative. Jeff, where you live? Jeff, where are you? Uh, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Hey, good morning. Okay, what, what are your two guesses? My two guesses are Let It Go and On Through the Night. Negative. Uh, mm-hmm. David in Wichita Falls. Let It Go and Another Hit and Run. Negative. Wow. Told you it was hard. Dan Dan in Monticello, Georgia. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? I, th- I got Let It Go and let's say Switch 625. Nope. Julie in Denver, Colorado. Good morning. Hey, is it high and dry and let it go? It is, Julie. Nice Yay! Yay! Yeah. We'll be back in a minute. Thanks, Julie. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get you your stuff. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Don't forget, one squirt of this, voila. No more COVID. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You are listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the van. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. You know people think that Stevie Wonder is not blind? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've thought that. Seen some of these Why? videos. There's a cool documentary out that uh, shows him playing the drum really, really good. <laughs> really well. Right. And I'm like, how is he doing that blind? Right. You look, I mean, you're watching him. He's just going at it. And it's all, it, it's well, rhythm that, is perfect. What they set up, every, I promise you, every time they set up his drum kit, every piece of that kit is in the same place. They're not moving stuff around on right. He's got it down. <laughs> or he's not blind. He is blind. Why? Yeah, he no, is blind. You ever hear the story of Caribou Sound in Colorado when Elton John 
Stevie Wonder said, oh, that snowmobile sounds fun. Hmm? Elton John's like, would you like to ride it, mate? And he sticks him on a snowmobile. Shut up. And he goes, no, and he goes around, he's doing donuts. And of course, there's nothing around, you know. Right. And he could ride that snowmobile. Does he have anybody in the, behind him saying, turn left, turn right? No, he can see, dude. Stevie can see. It's the <laughs> no greatest way. conspiracy of our time. <laughs> no That's way. true. I've got a friend that is a high-profile businessman, and he's blind. And there's been rumors that he's not as blind as he claims. And I had a meeting with him, and he was he couldn't make the meeting. He was out of town because the night before, he fell off a ledge. Oh, damn. And wound up in the hospital because he's blind. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. And when we were talking, and I was like, I forgot that he was he, – he's a pretty tough guy. He gathered up, and he actually wound up meeting me that day for lunch. And I'm show, we're, we're going through stuff, and I'm showing him, I'm like, look at this, you know. <laughs> Oh, you did like, not. Like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up stuff on my computer. So, like, look at this. He's like, dude, I, I can't see. I can't look at this. No, you forget. Yeah, you forget. Oh, sure. Wink, wink. You can't see. <laughs> I forgot. No, complete- when I was a kid, he was my karate teacher and a sculptor and a poet. And he, he got hit by a bouncing Betty in Vietnam. Carl Kirksey. Okay. Fascinating guy. I used to read his college text for him. The first, my first paying job was paid by the federal government, by the Veterans Administration. And totally blind. On the the call back a minute ago that the gal from Denver won, what were you saying about... Have you noticed when we do like the hard rock songs on backtracks? When we play the songs backwards. Yeah. And they're harder rock. Girls win those. We have a lot of we have a lot of women win those when, they, when it's hard rock. Because they listen to the details and the guys don't. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't mm. know. Does that, just does that hear get, better, that's all. Does that get you excited, Bob? Absolutely. Give you a little 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 wake up <clears throat> on your soldier. Rock and roll girl. <laughs> Speaking of um <laughs> our largest celebrity entrepreneur right now, uh-huh. Elon Musk. Elon. He posts on his Twitter yesterday how to lose a boner fast. <laughs> What? Really? Yeah, I'll put it up on our Facebook. I'll put it on the John Clay Wolf show. Facebook. Facebook. It's show. so funny. The stuff he's putting up is hilarious. I mean, he's out. I mean, it's almost like he has a writer. If he doesn't have a writer, I'm impressed. He's got somebody. So going there's on. a picture of a pregnant man. It's on our Facebook now. Like a Microsoft emoji pregnant man with a blue sweater on. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> And then a picture of Bill Gates with a blue sweater on that looks Split pregnant. screen, and it looks like the same guy. And it says, how to lose a boner fast. It, it, but what that was about was he was busting on Bill Gates because Bill Gates has a half a billion dollars worth of short stock on Tesla. Wow. Mm. Oh. And Elon had the Giga Rodeo in Austin earlier in the month where he invited all these high bigwigs to come see the new factory in Austin, Texas. And Bill was there. And he walks up. He's like, hey, bud, uh, thank you for coming. Do you still have a, those shorts in on Tesla? Shorts meaning you're betting against, you're betting for the stock to go down. Down. And Bill's like, I haven't removed them yet. He's like, you've got a half a billion, billion. dollars betting against my company. And he's like, well, besides that, let's talk about some philanthropy. And Elon says, why would I talk about saving the earth philanthropy? to a fellow that is betting a half a billion dollars against my company, which the purpose of that company is to save the atmosphere. Yeah. As electric cars. I love it. That's he, that's pretty good. He's not only smart, he's just so bold. He's just, he's, you see, this week on Twitter, mm-hmm. on Twitter, Elon Musk's 
It says the Twitter board will be fired if he owns the company. When I buy the company, all you people that voted against me, uh, bye bye. That'll save us three million the first year. Wow. He's on the, <laughs> and he tweets it. I mean, God. the balls on this. Guy. Oh, it's he's so- also registered a new enterprise called Three X to be the holding company of the Twitter takeover. Triple uh, X. I get it. I mean, everything's got a got a zing in it. I just found out last week that the that the 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 Model S, the Model 3, the Model X and Y spell sexy. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah, he goes and, and the only reason he didn't have an E model was because Ford sued him and said they had some kind of vehicle that had wow. an E in it. Well, so we turned it into a 3. You'd so think Mercedes would. S, right. yeah. You know who he used to date? Amber Heard. Yeah. Oh, wow. And she's crazy. She likes him mm-hmm. crazy. She's crazy. She she's a bed pooper. <sighs> She's a bed pooper. She is indeed. She, she, I mean, that, that, that's unbelievable. The Johnny Depp trials that are going on this week, um, there is testimony where she pooped in his bed intentionally. Yeah, and somebody took a picture of it. Somebody named Amber, wasn't it? I mean, didn't she take a picture and send it, it to him? The, no, the housekeeper. Yeah, yeah the, the housekeeper, housekeeper did. did. And said, maybe this isn't a good time for you to go home. The man of the house, yeah. yeah. Was she going to charge a little upcharge, a little <laughs> nuclear waste, a little <laughs> nuclear waste removal? Oh my God. Wow. So bad. <laughs> Elon Musk is the modern day Howard Hughes. I've said it once, I'll say it again. The the, the guy is impressing me. It's it's hilarious. But he is he's trying to take over Twitter and straighten it out and open up free speech again. I, I saw a meme that I loved. If all the liberals hate Elon Musk so much, why don't they trade in their Teslas? <laughs> <laughs> Do they hate him? We love our cars better. Nah, I don't know anybody that hates he's wanting him. to bring it back to the center of the road and get the canceled culture over with and get us back to uh, yin and yang yeah. instead of just yin. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you can have free speech as long as you say what people agree with. Speaking <laughs> of um, stock market, Netflix took like a thirty-five percent hit, mm. and a lot of it has to do with Russia because they boycotted Russia, so they lost a million subscribers or seven million some crazy number of subscribers in russia okay yeah and there's some other things about netflix that um i won't get into but but it's 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 uh ready for a takeover is what people are saying too when the stock gets real low people can buy the stock get control of the board reframe the company vroom and i gotta you know i'll tell you something we're in the car business give me the vin.com america's largest car buyer we wholesale the cars to the industry we supply the cars to the industry so these companies are great customers of mine. So you're not going to hear me banging on them. No. However, Carvana, Vroom, Shift. Uh, I don't know what Echo Park's um, financials look like, but Carvana, Vroom, and Shift alone. So they're Amazon delivery service for used cars. That's the concept. Yeah, they bring them to your house. Wow. As, as a conglomerate, I believe, just guessing, using crazy numbers, I think they've lost $10 billion. Really? In what length of that time? That space, right? That's going to change the world? Right. The new way to do it? Mm. We're, you know, seven years in and they've lost $10 billion. Jeez. Carvana's reported earnings this quarter were half a billion dollar How do loss. You keep doing that. You're a business guy, John. I, I'm not. How do you keep going? Well, let's look at Tesla. Tesla lost their ass for a long time. People believed in them. They kept betting on them, betting on them, betting on them. Stock yeah. keeps rising on losses, performing right. losses. And now Tesla has flipped and they're making money. So that's why they do it. They believe the script that these companies are going to be very powerful. I mean, there's 300 million cars on the road in the United States. Sure. 
So when you get a piece of that and you do it right, you're going to make a ton of money. And they're betting that this is going to happen. But they cannot seem to get it tuned up. Vroom stock is now at a dollar twenty, a dollar fifty. Wow. It's down from fifty dollars a year ago. Oh. I mean, that's big. That's dude. huge. I didn't realize that. So they're obviously, you know, poised for a takeover, but why would you want to take them over <laughs> if the model is not working? Right. It is just simply not working. And what's not working is the transportation. So you can go to Carvana, you can go to Vroom, you can go to Shift, and you can buy these cars, and they'll deliver them to your house. There's an expense with that. And when you want that black one that's got 63,000 right. miles, not the blue one that's got 61, then they've got to grab it from North Carolina and ship it to, to the West Coast. It costs a it fortune. Costs, yeah. I mean, running those Carvana rollbacks up and down the road, delivering these cars. What are those rollbacks? The, the those trucks. Eight miles a gallon? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. The record driver, what's he get paid as a commercial CDL union guy? $30 an hour? So, it's not cheap. So it's 1000 bucks per car just to get it to your house. And what if he grabbed the wrong car and took it all the way across the country and they deliver oh. it? And then the guy's like, uh-uh. uh-huh. That's the wrong one. They got to haul it back. That happens a lot. I bet. It, I mean, that, that it's just, it just blows me away that I, I never thought that Carvana would post a loss that large at this time when their revenue from last year right. is up almost 100%. So, so Q1 of last year, Carvana lost $80 million, quarter one. Q1 of this year, they lost $500 million. Oh, jeez. In the highest used car market in the history of in, the United States, yeah, of the been- world with like double the billions more revenue when you get more revenue it the economy of scale is supposed to set in and start making the model work it's making it worse i don't know man i'm not beating on anybody i'm just confused as you are yeah because i don't want these guys to leave because they're my customers sure but i I mean somebody's got to figure it out maybe jd should i go fix it i think you should you've done a great job here well i mean our our model works and we love you (laughs) maybe I'll get with Elon. We'll go fix it. <laughs> All right. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Give me the VIN.com presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Maybe I'm the one. Maybe I'm the one. How old is this now? Puddle of mud. Is this 10 years Probably 2005. Is that old? Yeah. Mm. We need some new rock hits. This was, there's not that many new rock hits out there. There is. You're just not listening to it now. Where would I listen to it? On your um, phone, like Apple iTunes and stuff like that. You're not going to hear it so much on the radio? You're not going to hear it on the radio? Uh, Some stations are doing it, but. I was in a radio meeting this week. Um, a conference yes and they were showing some stats about top 40 music and i forgot who the singer was but um it was showing a youtube blow up of a song and it got to you know 80 million views before radio embraced it god and by the time mm-hmm. radio embraced it and started spinning the song that had 80 million hits on youtube as the guy said that song was already burned yep. it's over so it was on its downtrend because everybody had already heard it, radio embraces it, and it only gets to like number twenty-seven on the charts mm-hmm. because they didn't turn it on until it was over. So let's say there's a station on uh, Sirius that's called TikTok Radio. Takes anything that's big on TikTok and is playing it 
on that station. So it's current right now. And what else is current right now is the John Clay Wolf Show on your radio. Radio is still the best medium there is. It's free and it's cool and you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's free. Uh, parents, this is, you know, parents are getting upset. They're getting to school meetings. They want, they want the masks gone. In this case, they wanted something gone. They're, I'm with the parents on this one. The parents in a Michigan elementary school are upset after the kindergartners brought a bottle of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas. Kindergartners Kinders. brought pre-mixed margaritas to school? Yeah, they got it in this somehow. Some of them actually drank some. Needless to say, <laughs> no. a few of the parents got a little upset. This will be cut number 15, Mike. He claimed she drunk four to five sips. She feel like a little woozy. She's a little dizzy when we went in, in there with the principal. We asked her, was she okay? How did she feel? She said a little dizzy. She said the girl poured it in her cup, and she drunk it, and then the girl ended up telling her what it was. So she went to the teacher and told the teacher that it's liquor in this cup, and the teacher gave her, like, a funny face. I'm not sure if they short-staffed or whatever, but, you know, it shouldn't have happened. Short-staffed? Yeah. The, yeah. Kid, the kid snuck in a mm. bottle of margaritas. That's not the school's it's fault. Fact. Yeah. I thought I had problems with my kids. Thank <laughs> God. Yeah, that, that happened just earlier on my block over where I live. So our man on the street, Alex Primetime Stein 99, he's speaking of jacking with school systems. Alex Stein. Alex Stein, but he's Primetime Stein 99. Okay. And he punked the Marin County. Oh, that's how San Fran. Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, he punked the school board meeting. So it's like a Zoom meeting? It's a Zoom meeting, and you can watch this. Can you post it on our Facebook show? I will. I'll put it up. John Clay Wolf Show on Facebook. Okay. Post this, J.D. This is really, really, really funny, because what he's doing is he's punking a woke town. Hyper-liberal, hyper-liberal. So they can't question what he's doing, but he's, he's making fun of them. And it is hilarious if you find that humorous. <laughs> if you're a hardcore liberal, I think you would still find this humorous. We play the cut. So this is this guy calling in, waiting on his turn in San Francisco to pitch his beef about the San Francisco school system. Man, what is the deal? Everybody in Marin County is a bunch of anti-vaxxers. When my husband and I moved here because he had a job for Google, we thought we were going to a place where people were, you know, trusted the science. And I work for Pfizer. Listen, we need to get all of our kids vaccinated and boosted. I mean, just because there's a slight chance of myocarditis, that risk is worth it because we've lost three housekeepers. Uh, Marionetta, our first housekeeper that we lost, her pupusa recipe, none of the other housekeepers can recreate. My daughter, Maggie, still cries every single day about her. Now, the other two housekeepers that passed away she wasn't as attached to my daughter is gender fluid and she identifies as a lizard so the teacher was able to put a terrarium in the room so she sits in a little glass box i want every single person masked up and if you guys don't do that we're gonna have more dead housekeepers (laughs) (laughs) but watching the school board's face while this is going on is what the gold is. Just, so, they're, they're like, is he serious? There's a couple of more really listening, and a couple of them got it, and a couple of them were like, oh, no. My, we're so getting punked. My housekeeper <laughs> died of COVID, and my kids are sad because her pupusa recipe cannot be duplicated. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody doesn't get the vaccine to get masked up, we'll have dead housekeepers everywhere. That's such a, such a comedy of errors, though, man. I don't know if he realizes it, but that Stein kid is writing comedy. Sure. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's the situational stuff. The he's papusa our, recipe. He's our new man on the street, dude. That's pretty specific. No, it's wonderful. It's so funny. And he also has this guy he drags along with him like Kenny Powers did in Eastbound and Down. 
So, like Stevie, if, if y'all remember HBO's Eastbound and Down, he had Kenny <laughs> right. and Stevie. He's got a Stevie that goes along with him, too. And he's a comic. It, it's some funny stuff. They're doing stand-up in Phoenix this week. So you can look it up. But, uh, yeah, Alex, you keep going, guy. I, I like what you're doing. That I think it's so pretty great. Because he, he found a glitch in the system where they must let you speak for yeah. two minutes in these public settings. And it's the most ridiculous, but it's well-written. Um, oh, he's so slick. He yeah. And he comes in, and he's got enough facts that everybody listens long enough to He go, was on Tucker Carlson the other day. As a punk? Did he punk him? No, T- Tucker brought him on. Brought like, him on. Doing what we're doing right now, showing his audience what he's doing. It's, oh. it's, it's pretty damn funny. Hey, I want to touch this again. The Florida sheriff who got popular in his community uh, for getting meth off the street had his daughter taken for meth trafficking. Go ahead and play number eight. Our narcotics guys have been working a case. One arrest, another person who was involved who happened to be my daughter. We did a, a controlled buy with my daughter, and she delivered over two ounces. That's when she was arrested. You think I like seeing my child in an orange jumpsuit back in a jail cell? Of course not. Wow. Mm. Two ounces. Wow. That is unbelievable that this guy had to do a setup bus on, on his, his own daughter. daughter. I mean, I mean, you've heard of the preacher's daughter, but the sheriff's daughter. Yeah. Damn. Two ounces, though. That's a lot of powder, man. <laughs> How that, much is that? I can't get over Like a quarter pound of marijuana will like almost fit in your shoe. Hmm? Two ounces of powder, that's like half a Scooby-Doo lunchbox, man. It's just a lot. That's, that's too sick. much. It's too much is what it is. That's too much Do meth. they snort meth, or do they smoke meth, or do they, like Walter White in Breaking Bad, the blue pit, was, was it blue pills? The baby blue? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are there meth? I mean, how do people ingest meth? Crystal blue. They smoke it. They snort it. And sometimes I think they inject it. Mm. Well, that's a good dad. If if Hunter Biden had a dad like that, (laughs) that's a good person. That's a good person who's doing his job. Right. So that must have been very hard for him. God, I just couldn't even imagine. I'm just thinking about my kids. Why? If you had to do that to your own oh, child. Yeah. If you had to arrest your own kid, it's Remy. It is the ultimate, and I know Gigi knows this, the word's tough love. It is the ultimate tough yeah. love to have to arrest your daughter and put her in jail. But you know what? As a sheriff, you're making a point. In more serious news, a South Carolina man has been arrested for shooting an actor dressed as a zombie oh. at a Myrtle Beach haunted house. Keel Brown claims he found the gun on the floor and thought it was just a prop gun. So is that what you would do with a prop gun? You just pick it up and fire somebody. He, and actually, he thought it had been planted there as an interactive experience. This is the assistant city attorney, Mike Smith. It's his take on that. Cut number 22. There is a person in this courtroom that was shot by this individual, so there's definitely a, uh, a dereliction there from a standpoint of, of understanding when you have a firearm in your hand, whether it's a plastic gun or whatever it is, if you don't know anything about it, you better not be pulling the trigger. Alex Bowen. Yeah, didn't he know about that? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, how did it get there? Somebody just tossed a, tossed a gun on the ground? You could have dropped it. I mean, you know, you have, you're carrying it around, and you're drunk, and you're in the haunted house, and it falls out of your pocket. Right? Wow. Haunted houses in April. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about that. Who does that? I don't know. I think it's probably a older one you know I was, i've said before that jen makes my wife says jen makes me mean mm-hmm. 
it's actually fact. I didn't realize this. I did a little digging this week. Really? The berries that come out of gin make people more irritated than other liquors. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Elderberries, right? Elderberries, yeah. So gin does make you mean. So Turley, when your wife says you're being a jerk, or when you're drinking your gins, she's she might be have a little backing there. Huh. Maybe. There's also el- there's also elderberry uh, maybe there's also elderberry pills you can take too so yeah I can blame that uh-huh. you know do you take elderberry pills yeah it's supposed to help you your immune system whatever blah 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 yeah. so oh. it helps you with your bowel movements and tequila well yeah makes your clothes fall off <laughs> <laughs> oh hey we sold uh, at the auction this week we sold the largest car we've ever sold when you say large you mean expensive yeah like what kind of money? Dare well, I ask? Go ahead and play it, Turley. You got it? Yeah. Let's, this it's is a, a Lamborghini SVJ. A okay. Ventador SVJ. No, 2020. I'm talking about give me the VIN. Look at this baby doll. 4,000 miles. You'll start at a million? We might as well. I don't think the numbers will work. I don't think they will either. I don't give it an 800 grand. I don't give it an 30. I don't give it an 50. Are we breaking a dollar record for Dallas Auto Auction? I think we are. Hey, Ange, you want to be a smartass and take hundreds? I think we should. Let's do that. That's not fun, though. Can we count that high? It's not really that fun. I don't give it an 800. Six thousand five hundred. We gotta do hundreds just for the fun of it. All right, guys. He said hundred dollar bids. Anybody else? Eight hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. Eight hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. The board on the Really? They need to fix that. What was so funny is the other guy that was bidding against him called in screaming, saying that he was trying to bid the hundred, and he he couldn't get it to work. Uh, That would have been so fun to watch that car go in hundred dollar bids for five minutes. (laughs) Because it makes her so mad. Because when I break them down, like anything over a hundred grand, she does not want to break down past five hundred dollars. You're talking about the auctioneer, right? The auctioneer, yeah. Makes and, sense. And, um, this goes and, against and, everything I believe in. And we're at, we're at almost a million dollars. But let's take a hundred dollar bid. <laughs> let's just do that, just to Man. see what happens. I was so disappointed that nobody hit in on it. All right. Speaking of buying cars, we're going to come back and bid a couple of cars for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN dot com. The number's 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. We are America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN dot com. And if we don't beat a CarMax offer. We'll send you a check for a Hunsky. Also, if you're in trouble with your old lady like Johnny Depp is with Amber Heard, go to GordonBoswell.com and send her flowers after he, she does what she does to you to make her calmer. Gordon Boswell is America's best florist around the country or around the corner. You can go to JCW Show. That's us. We have merch there, too, if you'd like to buy some. JCWShow.com. There's a Gordon Boswell link hit that they send the good stuff the good flowers i've i've sent flowers to other people in other areas of the country or the world through some of those big services and they send me a picture of what i bought what actually got delivered yeah. and they're terrible it's terrible they charge 250 dollars. it looks like the deal at the grocery store line right and you have to assemble them when they arrive yeah, it's terrible <laughs> it's terrible and, and gordon boswell actually does a good job with uh, delivery around the country we'll be back in just a second my name's john clay wolf and this is the john clay wolf show There, it's 
Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it. Out there. Divine inspiration. America's largest weekend morning show, 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. I'm going to bid a couple of cars, make offers on cars for you guys, the listeners. They're sitting on hold. And the bids are good at Give Me The V-I-N. Give Me The Vin.com, America's best car buyer. I actually founded that company 28 years ago, to tell you the truth. And I rebranded it, Give Me The Vin, about seven or eight years ago. And we were the first online, sight unseen car buyer before everybody copied us. But we're still the best. And uh, we do 50, well, this year probably 70,000 cars. And it, it's uh, it's real. JB, you there? Yes, sir. Um. 15 Porsche Carrera, 7,000 miles. Automatic or stick? It's automatic. Does it have a sunroof? No. No roof. So it's a lower equipment car. Does it have any of uh, big options that bring the sticker price up that you're aware of, like sport seats, the sport chrono? It, it, yeah, it has sport seats, nav, um, air air and cooled seat, uh, uh, cool and heated seats. Okay. What color? It's silver. What color's interior? black i love the miles i mean seven thousand miles on a 15 so it's a c2 not a porsche c2s the s has a big ass end on it so it's a regular well uh, actually the four the four s has the big but uh, but no it's not an s oh a c2s has has a wider stance in the back also you don't think so yeah yeah okay um, no it does but the four s the four s is off the turbo uh body style turbo, yeah uh, yeah yeah. Are we going to geek out and argue about Porsches? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope not. I uh, love the show, man. Love the show. Thank you. I think it's a sixty-five to seventy thousand dollar car. Ouch. Okay. Why is that ouch? It's seven years ago. What'd you mm. pay for it? Ninety? No, no. I paid a little under that. I told you, guy, I paid eighty-two. But uh, God, they're so hard to get right now, and that's <laughs> such a low-mile car. But maybe I'm. You know, you notice I didn't say I never drive it in the rain because I know how that I know how that gets you. Sure, sure, because that, that's that, that's the first lie that people. I mean, what if you're out driving around and it starts raining? I mean, you can't help it; yeah. it happens. No, no, I I laugh at that. I, I've driven it in the rain. Uh, it's mint car. But What's it take yeah, to buy I it? Think I'm gonna, What's it take to buy it? Well, I at least want eighty eighty two. I just I think we're probably way off. You want all your money back from seven years ago. Well, I didn't buy it seven years ago. Okay. When did you buy it? Uh, a year ago. Okay. Oh. You gave 82 a year ago. But the height of the used car crisis was actually a year ago, and that was the highest prices we've seen in history. So I'm saying yeah, had, I'm saying 70 had, grand. You might not lose me at 75. If you would take 75 for it, load it into GiveMeTheVin.com, and I'll take a look-see. I'm gonna. I'm, okay, what I'm gonna really do is I'm gonna grab the VIN. I'm gonna pull up a reverse sticker. I'm gonna see how the car's equipped, 
and look at the MSRP. And that's where the value, you know, the list. Do you know what the MSRP price is? The factory sticker? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was uh, 102. 102. There's 30% markup in Porsches, by the way, for those of y'all who don't know. Yeah. JB, thank you. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. It was the greatest gift, and he wanted other people to experience it. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Give me the VIN. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. What's this remind you of, Bob? Junior high. I hear you, man. About sixth grade. I'm having trouble with this whole 49 fixing to go 50 deal. Are you? Yeah. What happened? I mean, I'm trying to flip mentally to be old. And it's just not working. I think it's going backwards. It's just not clicking. I mean, I'm fixing to be 50. you got to take life seriously when you're 50. You've got to be a 50-year-old. It's just a number. I know. It's just a number. I mean, it's, it, it, I started flying airplanes again. Started riding motorcycles again. Listening to good music. Look at my hair. I'm letting my hair go long. Kind of like ethic. I'm. Am I rebelling? No. You're... No. What's the name of this song? Judy is a what? Judy... This is Judy is Punk. Judy is a punk. Yeah. I think, right? Turn it up. Let's listen to our moan. <laughs> Screw it, man. I ain't getting old. Not getting old. JD, you do dye your hair. I think you I lie. I swear to God, I don't. I, I don't think you should swear to I, God on this one. I swear to God and my hand on the Bible, I do not. Then not you, I did my beard. Then you have a genetic mutation. Before. I do. My, Gigi, my dad had dark hair when he died at almost 90, so... Mullets are coming back. Mullets are coming back. I had one in the eighties. Are the Ramones coming back? Ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Except they're dead. That's such coincidence. Satan you... is that Satan trying to come in? Satan, good morning. Oh. Are you here with us? I think you heard JD swear to God. <laughs> that was it. What brought him in? Oh, hi everybody. It's Lord of Darkness here. Hey, boss. I always get a kick out of that, JD. We Yo. haven't had you on for the past few weeks with the whole Easter thing. I didn't want to confuse anything last week. Easter and you. Oh, sure. Having having Satan on the show on an Easter weekend is probably not the classiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> well, I mean, your miles may vary, you know. Uh, what can I say? So what's up with mullets? You know, Kiefer Sutherland's claiming that he invented the mullet and introduced it to to the world in the Lost Boys, which was a devilish movie of sorts, right? They were, well, who were the Lost Boys? What, what was the shtick on the movie, The Lost Boys? They oh, you were, got the, the two Corys, right? Right. The two Corys, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, who's that guy from Texas? Jason Patrick. He was really good in that. The older brother. Okay. But what were they? Were they demons? No, nah, they were vampires. Ah, that's right. It's, oh, it's been just so a long. close thing. The thing is, a lot of people don't give vampires credit for being as evil as they are. But listen, they last a long time. Vampires? I mean, in, yeah, in a, in a couple thousand year life, you can do a lot of bad. I love these guys. Awesome. Some of my best friends are vampires. Anyway, that's beside the point. The mullet thing. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. I, I saw him on something the other day. He did like an interview with uh, GQ. GQ. GQ, right. What was that all about? He had a great story about he possibly may have invented the new haircut 
way back in 1987 in the Lost Boys, the mullet cut 11. Joel Schumacher wanted me to have white hair, and, and I had very long hair at the time, and he wanted me to keep it. And I just looked like a bad wrestler. I looked like a moron. It was awful. And I thought Billy Idol was really cool, and, and I thought he looked really cool, and I still think he looks really cool. And his hair was all spiky and kind of punk up front, and so I got that haircut, but I left enough at the back so I could tell Joel Schumacher I left it long. Yeah, I think kind of accidentally might have at least been part of a movement that created maybe one of the worst hairstyles of all time, the mullet. And he, in that moment, made the state of Tennessee and Kentucky he created the Tennessee waterfall hairstyle, which is back amongst baseball players more than ever. My kid, I made him cut his mullet off, so he's done this front mullet. I don't know if you notice these kids have messy hair in the front that's going down over their eyes. What? Yeah, my kid's got that. It's an underdo or something. I really don't like yeah. it. Huh. It reminds me of um, the Fat Albert show with the guy that had the mask over his face. He just had his eyes cut out. <laughs> Who was that character? Do you remember? That's right. So I, I <laughs> That's funny, man. So, so Satan, do you think that my kid that's growing this hair in front of his eyes is uh distracting him? Do you think I should cut it off? No, no, you don't want to be that guy. That's see people that age, they see that as oppression, and oppression will lead to rebellion. You don't want that. Don't, okay. be, don't be that guy. Oh. And Kiefer Sutherland hmm? is wrong. About what? Just dead ass wrong. <laughs> About the mullet. That was not the first mullet. What I'm, was the first? I'm here to tell you I had a lot to do with the first mullet. I was talking to Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Back around the 18th century. Now, if you look at a $100 yeah. bill, right, you got Ben Franklin right there. He, he actually coined the term skullet because he was balding on mm. top. But he wanted to impress the French and make him think he was a rugged, outdoorsy type so that they would do a little more commerce with America by some of our agriculture, you know what I mean? So you know what he did? Sure. He wore a flannel suit when he met the king of France, and he made this ridiculous haircut where it's long in the back and short in the front. Uh -huh. There's your first mullet right there, Benjamin Franklin. Good friend of mine, just saw him the other day. <laughs> Thank you, Satan. Good to see you, sir. <laughs> Hey, we've got our man on the street, uh, Alex Stein, primetime prime Stein 99. Oh my. Alex, we've just had to have a minute. You there? No, that, no. hey, I'm saying you have a lot of cojones having me on. You know, two days after I hosted InfoWars, Alex Jones had to file for bankruptcy. So, you know, you, you're, you're, you know, you're playing with fire by even having me on, John. So what is your next? You're, you're, you're going around and punking all these uh, school boards and public um, city councils. Who's your next victim? Well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. That's the one that she's like the big fish that, that keeps eluding me. And because they have a rigged system, how they how it works there is, you know, all these people can sign up, but only five people can speak. And it's uh, they're chosen by random lottery. So what I have to do is I have to go there and sign up. Uh, you know, I have to get a bunch of plants to sign up with me. And then whoever's name they call, I have to go as that person's name. So do you have to be there in person? Really? Yeah, you do for Chicago. See, all these other places have Zoom. And Chicago's been, you know, they've been extra shut down during the pandemic. So it's just crazy that, you know, of course they make it impossible because Lori Lightfoot is the best. I gotta watch out for. 
Sorry for hanging up. It, I think every time we have Alex on, it's going to be like the end of a South Park episode right. where, where they kill Kenny. They kill Kenny. They kill Kenny at the end. So um, we always have to <laughs> you kill Alex. You killed Alex. We just killed Alex. We'll be right back. My name's John Clay. We'll you bastards. Buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. John Clay Wolf Show. Every Saturday morning. We're very, very sorry. Not sorry. Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. 800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Somebody's gonna hurt somebody. So 420 was this week. Big day. Chris Christie, New Jersey. What did he do? Well, they, they legalized recreational marijuana in New Jersey. And reportedly, because number 10, Mike, uh, Governor Chris Christie spent a lot of time researching the decision. Here he is uh, from C-SPAN. C-SPAN now takes you to former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie as New Jersey legalizes marijuana. You buy the box of M&M's, you yeah. bring it back to your seat, <laughs> you open the box of M&M's, and there's a bag of M&M's <laughs> inside the box of M&M's. It's an empty box with a bag of M&M's in it. So then you got a big choice to make. Do you eat them out of the bag, or do you pour them into the box? <laughs> what are you talking about? Stay tuned to C-SPAN to find out if Chris Christie can see an entire universe on the cuticle of his left pinky finger. Boy, he was high. A little bit high. Just a tiny bit. Hi. Gee, what do you think about the legalization of marijuana? Oh my gosh, I think it's about time. Really? I read that, I think a couple of weeks ago, months ago, that... President Biden had signed something or was going to pass something where it legalized it legalized it in all 50 states. So I, I'm all for it. He talks like he's stoned. Did you see him try to shake the hand of somebody who wasn't there? <laughs> he is old. <laughs> yeah, that was sad. But but it, I mean, marijuana is good for a lot of things. You know what I mean? It is for real. You high. Right. For real. You know what? That's our uh, that's our random stand up this week, actually. Is what? The 420 was this past Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have, yeah, the, the the nobody doesn't like Tommy Chong. Cut number 13. If everybody was stoned, there'd be less violence in the world, maybe. Because you know? they've done studies and they found that you can't hurt anybody if you can't find your car keys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when you get stoned on a pot, man, you walk around the house all day with the keys in one hand. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And they talk about pot being a gateway drug. It's more of a doorway drug. As soon as you walk through that doorway, you can't remember what the f*** you're looking for. What am I doing in the closet? Why am I holding my keys? That's why I keep a bong in every room of my house. It's so true. Oh, a bong. Okay, I know what to do now. Good old Tom. I mean, what about the productivity of America's workforce all stoned? I think we're seeing it. <laughs> I mean, I think it depends on what kind of job you have. And and if you're doing it to maintain a high or treat pain or anxiety. So it's good. 
it definitely affects business. For sure. You think in so? A, oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Michael? Seen it firsthand. Yeah, have you? Oh, yeah. What'd you see? Oh, yeah. It's an incident. Incidents, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just people, it's easy to do dur- during the day if you're drinking, people can smell it on you, they can mm-hmm. see it in your mm-hmm. eyes. And when you're smoking grass or eating gummies, they really can't. So they're just they're, they're just sorry workers, they're no good. And and you just like, well, he's just lazy or he's dumb, but no, he's just stoned. Yeah, I just, I, <laughs> there's Was a there an incident. Oh, of course, there's incidences yeah. all the time. People can take gummy bears and go to work and mm-hmm. just sit there and be high and you don't know it, but you look at their numbers and they suck. Huh. Oh. what their productivity is that ain't good the legalization of marijuana will will decrease the gross domestic product of this nation by 10 percent. really i don't so. think so i absolutely agree no gg i absolutely don't you gotta get that mic early on early on i think we'll we'll learn to deal with it later but i think people are taking advantage right now they're like wow i could finally do it right you know they're smoking vapes with the oh yeah and you can't tell what it is sure yeah i mean if I was stoned all day, oh my lord, we wouldn't no. even have a business. No. Well, no, you need all your energy. So I'm the one that has to stay sober because I can lead all the stoners. Yes. I mean that's not yes. fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like herding strippers, herding cats. I mean yes. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And you're well, they're not co- going to move very quickly. No, they're not. But they're just not going to do anything. And you're sitting there like, what's wrong with you? And they don't want to tell you that they're stoned. Do I see drug tests in our future? Oh, no. <laughs> that would not be a good idea. That's one. Of, now, listen, I'm no club joiner. It's but just going to be me and Michael left on the floor. The, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> the Alcoholics Anonymous have a great saying, honesty in all our affairs. There you go. And like, I don't, I mean, just, yeah, yep, I'm high. You know, just, just cop to it, man. If somebody has to ask you in a professional capacity, mm-hmm. just cop to it. Just tell the truth. There's nothing that looks dumber than... Well, no, I, I'm not drunk. <laughs> sure right. you are. We've had a few of sure those. Sure you are. Yeah, we had to let somebody go. He was, he was at work drunk. Yeah. It was How drunk were they? Very. Very. It was really? Sad. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, when was this? It was a while back. Two years ago now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, JD what happened? Was a, he was just very... He was He was a happy drunk. He was a very happy drunk. He didn't get angry. He didn't fight anybody. He was just blurry-faced. That red... What do you call it? Roatia or whatever on his face. His eyes were all. Yeah, eyes were bloodshot. It was sad. It was really sad. It was past the point of, oh, he had a couple of cocktails at lunch. It was sad. When it when it got to where he'd have this glass and you'd always hear it ching, 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 ching. ching, ching. What is in this glass? And it was later in the day and he'd get worse and worse and real buddy, buddy with people at the cubicles. It's like, man, you're not buying any cars. What are you doing? And then. Buddy. Yeah. We're talking about the buying floor at GiveMeTheVin.com, the yeah. height of professionalism with the staff. <laughs> <laughs> I had to literally, about three years ago, bring in all the managers and say, hey, uh, it's come to my attention that you guys are having two and three martini lunches, and um, this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Did, did it did it hold? Because we haven't revisited it in a while. Are they back to drinking at lunch? Well, as long as we're... Everybody's getting fed lunch. They don't. They don't have the opportunity to go oh, get drunk. Oh, that's right. Though. That's why I started catering yeah. lunch every day. Oh, was that it? Okay. You had to keep them out of the bars. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man! <laughs> sure, that's terrible. It is terrible, but it's facts. It's a fine it's, place, it's, though. But right? it's true. It's facts. We I have, love to go to work. We have ha- we have happy employees. There were two. Em- <laughs> 
two guys driving through Missouri this week on 420 in their truck, speaking of employees not doing their job, and they wrecked the truck. And when they wrecked the truck, boxes from the back of the truck went all over the highway, including 500 pounds of marijuana. No. That they were also Ooh. that they were also smoking <laughs> illegal marijuana in wow. in Missouri. Yeah, three of the people in the, in the truck were from Mexico and two of them got arrested. 32-year-old Victor Acosta and 24-year-old David Navarro both went to jail. David was, Navarro, didn't he play um, he guitar did. for Jane's Addiction? Yeah. He used to be the guy for David. <laughs> no. That one. <laughs> not that same one. Chili oh. pepper guy, right? Anyway, so that was mm. so, yeah, that's, it's not chaos brought, broke out at a wedding in Florida in February. It was a late I mean, it's a stony late news piece. It is. When the bride and her caterer secretly spiked the food with marijuana. What? Now they're both facing felony charges. Here's a part of the 911 call from an unknown guest and Miranda Katie, another guest who sounds like she's got her own attorney, perhaps. Uh, Cut seven. I feel weird. I, 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 I feel like there's some kind of drugs in me or something, and I don't know what's happening. Do you know what you took or what you <laughs> ate? I, I ate the food that was here, and I feel like I need some kind of medical attention, please. I feel very violated. Oh. I know a lot of people do, and it's just not okay. We were all, like, distorted, and <laughs> the very first assumption that people were chattering about is, like, are we high? Are we stoned? Did we get drugged? The ambulance and fire truck showed up. There was a young man being checked out by an EMT, getting his heart rate checked. I remember at one point shooting a text to myself, I'm at a wedding, I think I've been drugged, I hope I'm okay. Not knowing if I was gonna make it through the night. I want an explanation, I want an answer, I wanna know why. It just wasn't an okay thing to do. It's a felony. It's a, have you ever been to a potluck dinner? <laughs> I, well, That's what it is. I think it's the cold. name would let you know that maybe there's something in the food, but here this is a wedding. What's the what's the charge? Why don't they just put methamphetamines in the in the chips and hot sauce? Yeah, <laughs> that's illegal, man. Yeah. you're tampering with food, and it's a felony. I think that's what they're trying to have as one of those like potluck type of parties, but they need to let everybody know. You hey, let everybody know. Don't yeah, eat these, I, I you eat these. Parties. Gigi, have you ever had your drink spiked? Or any of your no, friends? No, but um, I'm willing to subject myself to that. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> oh, here it is. The this woman is in the... heat. Somebody get a hose and put her I out. I know. It's been a dry, what, two years? <laughs> really? Yes. That's a long time, D. It's a long time, and it makes you wake up mad in the morning. I went, I went quite a stretch myself until just recently, man. <laughs> That's why you're so more relaxed, huh? Yeah. And happy... Yeah. And I'm just over here mad. What's your wine drinking lately, Bob? <laughs> huh? What's your drinking habit lately? I like Paisano. I don't know what Straight that is. Straight Italian table wine. Okay. It's deep and it's dark and it's Are red. you abusing it or are you nipping on it? Ah, I'm, I've turned into quite a nipper, dude. You slowed down? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I had to. Why? Because it just makes me erratic, dude. I don't, I don't sleep right. I'm awake at wrong times of the day and early morning and like it's just... Better to be straight sometimes. I've noticed that this week you've been a little off-center. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Like something's really weighing on you. Yeah. I mean, I'm all stressed out, man. Why? I, mean, I don't so, know. So we brought in a new lady that's going to help be our producer. She's going to work with you. I know that's what it is. And then we're changing the clocks to the show, and we're going to control the music. Anytime there's change, you really get uncomfortable. Oh, I, yeah. I, I definitely have an aversion to change. Definitely. But what if it's good change? 
well then it'll be good do you know that your spot here is like as safe as it's ever been i mean we love you as much as we've ever loved you no i, I mean i feel secure man like, like i don't want to be like a concern for you like don't stress you're out not over a concern me. for me i'm I, I, i'm concerned because you're concerned right well i'm stressed out enough for both of us so you don't have to you know don't don't worry i'm not gonna fall off but what makes what makes you nervous about bringing on another person into our into our world to help you produce more content during the week why does that make you nervous? I don't feel stressed about Gigi, it. Gigi, can you do some counseling with him? You're the therapist. We'll have to do that next. Yeah, oh. What's going on? How come you're triggered? I, I don't feel triggered. Well, I'm I'm I mean, really, if I'm you surprised. did feel triggered, what would you say? I don't know. I, I really don't pay attention to myself. You know, I listen <laughs> to these shows every Monday morning and pull drops and funny pieces of audio out of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so surprised at three quarters of what I hear because I don't remember what's going on live. Because <laughs> right now we're dope all at work. And that's how we'll end it. <laughs> Speaking of work, uh, we are he, he does not. We are looking for some uh, inspectors in uh, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Denver, Austin, and Orlando. So, auto inspectors. Yes. Auto inspectors. Guys to work at Give Me the Vin offices, drop centers, where they receive cars, walk the cars, make sure they're what they're supposed to be, that we bought online at GiveMeTheVin.com. If you'd like a job like that, please go to GiveMeTheVin.com and hit Careers. All over the country, we're hiring people right now. We need we need, and we need mechanics in Dallas, big time, big time, and drivers, and California and LA. Be right back. The John Clay Wolf Show every Saturday morning. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Eight hundred eight hundred radio. Presented by Jimmy the Vin. Holy and Nancy Wilson. So Gigi. Yes, I'm right here. I I'm am, ready. I'm going to fix you today. I just had an epiphany. Okay. We're going to do a dating game, a dial-a-date. Right now, live on the radio. The number's 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. And I've been hearing you talk about your, your dry spell for too long. I know, right? I'm tired of it, too. So we're going to get you out of the house. We're going to get you some dates. And we're going inter to okay. interview possible suitors right now. She lives in Temecula, California. Mm -hmm. So you will have to drive to Temecula to pick up your date if this Wine is approved. Country. Unless you're going to meet them somewhere. You might want to meet them somewhere. Unless you want to. Yeah, probably that's the safest thing. Yeah, you don't want <laughs> knowing where you live. No. So what other areas are within your driving distance where you would be comfortable? Carlsbad, San Diego, um, Temecula, Marietta. Okay. Now, on yeah. the dating game, the introduction of the lady was always like, she likes this and this and this. What are your hobbies? And, and while we're doing this, guys, if you want to <laughs> pitch the reason that you should be on a date with Gigi, you need to call in right now because we've got to get the lines loaded so we can go through you guys. 800-800-7234. That's 800-800-RADIO. Dial it up if you got a crush on Gigi. Now's your chance. Now's the chance. I'm going to sex traffic Gigi right here on the and radio. Now it's okay. time for Win a Date with Gigi Drummond. So besides <laughs> a sexy voice, what are your hobbies? What do you love to do? Um, well, I love to garden. I love to swim. Um, I like to go for long car rides and travel and explore new places. How about cooking? That's what I like are to do. Are you good at cooking? Of course I'm good at cooking. I'm just asking. I just don't have anyone to cook for. Okay. You can't cook. What? What is your favorite meal to make for a man? Um, I would say chicken. 
Okay. Did you hear chicken J- wings? Did you my hear special JD way for a man? Like it must be prepared for a man and not. It's your- a date. We're trying to get her a man date. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we was woke. I'm sorry. You're right. Never mind. So, for a man or a woman, that was very good. Oh, I don't go would, that way. Would you? Would you swing the other way, Gigi? Are you interested no. in, in female? I mean, I might. I mean, Oprah's got a lot of money, so I might be gay for a day for Oprah. <laughs> gay for a day. Gay for, for a day. day. You don't have to tell nobody. We can keep it a secret. Fair enough. Okay, so you so, have any no goes? You have a guy that does this or drives this or is this? Um, let me see. I'm six feet tall, so, and okay. you know, I appreciate people who are not six feet tall. So, but, but if you were five foot one or five foot two, it ain't happening. You want a little man? No, no. no. Oh, you appreciate people that are closer. So, so you're not into a guy that you have to look down at is not going to turn you on. Probably not. Okay, Crab in Anaheim, California. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, you're on the phone with Hello? Gigi. Tell us what you would do with Gigi on a date and why she should go on a date with you. Well, I would um, first... Um, well, I live in Temecula Valley, so it wouldn't be far for me. And um, where would she want to go? Wine country? Uh, liquor up? And then... Um, we go to a concert or something, and do then I take her home because I'm married. Crab, do you ha- do you have any money? Yes. Because a lot of guys that listen to the radio a lot don't. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Crab is a frequent call inner on the Heidi and Frank show on our show, and a lot of times that guy's under a bridge, and and that's fine. Not not knocking a guy living in a tent, but if you're living in a tent, I mean, is she gonna have to pay for all this? Is what I'm wondering. Well, I'll go Dutch. Oh, no, oh. then you can stay home. Oh, and there's the end of Crab. Bye, Crab. Bye, Crab. Wow, rejected. Carmelo, good morning. Good morning. What would you do with Gigi? Treat her right. Treat her right. Wine or diner. Wine or diner. Where's your first dinner? Where are you going to go? Yeah, where are we going? What are we going to have? What's for dessert? Well, what do you like? I like steak. Oh, I love steak. Seventy-six dollars prime rib or ribeye. Um, prime rib. All right. Carmelo right. unfortunately lives in Texas, so I mean, unless I mean, Carmelo, are you willing to travel to LA to go pick her up? Well, we could probably meet halfway. In the hell sky? A, that's a hell of a drive. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut loose with Carmelo. That mm-hmm. we, we, we need reality. We, we need people that, that I, I want to do this for real. Doggone it! He had promised that. This, guy. Yeah. So like, if you're far away, you know, you can always fly me to you. So you can go to the John Clay Wolf Show Facebook page, and JD, yes, sir. Will you? Um, Post this up, like take a picture, Gigi, yep. and people can write so we can put this together. We'll pay for the first date. Okay. But oh, wow. Sponsored by GiveMeTheVin.com. In the general Temecula area. It's, yeah, I mean, in Southern Southern California. Southern California. There's a, there's 5 million, no, 15 million people in SoCal. Okay. Out of 15 million. It should I mean, be able to be one. If we can't find you someone, then it's a you problem, honey. <laughs> what? Palm Springs. That's not too far from Temecula. You there? Hello? Hello. You're on. Yes, uh, I'm uh, actually living in Garden Grove. My phone number may be somewhere else, but uh, yeah, I've been 
actually writing to Gigi through the um, website. Uh, really? So I I uh, want to relate because I used to be LDS and uh, my son. Uh, anyway, uh, I would like to meet her, and I've tried to look her up on uh, Match dot com, but you can't look for people by the name. Mm. So. So, J.D., we need to put something on the John Clay Wolf Show Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Put put um, a picture of Gigi so these guys can go there it's, and start the you communication. Have you have it on there with, like, your list of all the people, but there's I, I've heard you guys announce it once when she was offering a psyche. I, I believe her office is in Malibu, but you she gave her, like, office website, like, maybe one time. Okay, you see, you've been trying. Gigi, this guy's interested. This Who guy's knew <laughs> that somebody was pining for me? Yeah, there you go. Oh, see, it's working. And searching for me. You wouldn't even know. How many times? I've gone and looked up your video on YouTube with the people having the cat fight at the, for the sandwiches and stuff. You did? Oh, that sounds oh, stocky. Yeah. All right. So there's this one. Let, you know what? Let's do that. I want to grab one more real quick. But, but um, put a picture of yourself. We're on John Clay Wolf I, I, Show I Facebook. Have it on my All right, head. well, put it on there. Put it on there. Put put it on on this. JD's putting it on the John Clay Wolf Show right now. Right now. Picture Gigi. You put a picture of yourself, and we'll start matching this up. Randy, good morning. You're in Temecula. Yeah. All right. I'm going. To, I'm going to yard sales right now. Gigi, do you like it? We're, we're we're finding Gigi a date. This is dial yes. a date. This is call in and explain this. So, how would you woo Gigi? Yes. Well. Take her to a nice dinner, compliment her, tell her how beautiful she is, and and uh, you know whatever she wants, she gets. Whatever she wants, she gets. Now, Gigi, every voice I've heard seems to be a Caucasian male, or and you're an African American woman. Does it, do you are are you specific? And I mean, do you, would you rather date black guys, white guys, Indian guys, or anything goes? Um, I would rather date wealthy, wealthy guys <laughs> who can would. afford to keep me and treat me well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. Okay. So she wants a green man. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got that. You just don't want to be paying. So Gigi, would you, will you conform to being a housewife if you had the right guy? That's what I've been trying to be. That's all I want to be was a housewife. I want to stay home, take care of my family, take care of my man. And I got fired from what? From being a housewife because we got divorced. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm content to do that. So Randy, are you are 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 you serious? Like Randy, what what? So you're you're going yard sale hopping right now? Then then tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I am. I have a job as, as a custodian, mm-hmm. but it was a steady job, and, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's at the court the courtroom in Marietta. Okay, and, and I do a lot of interesting artwork. Okay, really unusual, unusual artwork. Gigi, I don't and, think he's uh, going to be able to fund your program. I don't think he can afford me. <laughs> I can't even afford me, Randy. I don't think you can afford her. I mean, can, can well, we get a side hustle? Or what do you make a year, Randy? Well, I just had my taxes. I forgot what it was. I make about uh, $1,200 every two weeks. Hmm. And it's a swing and a miss on Randy oh, from Temecula. Isn't that terrible? Poor boys need love, too. No, no, I mean, I, I'm assuming. 
Gigi has a good job. She makes a nice income, and she doesn't yeah. want to have to support so you. Are you a money grubbing hoe? Is that is that <laughs> what we're hearing? No, that just means I know my worth. Oh. Exactly, and nice. that just means I deserve to be treated well, and I will treat that person well too. All right. So uh, go to John Clay Wolf Show and look at Gigi. Put a picture of yourself. And let, let, let's uh, get this going. we we got to get this woman out and about. We're going to pay for the I first know. date. It's time. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm Me getting, too. I'm getting you out of the house. Uh, Thank c- you. Call in now. If you, the next segment, we're going to make offers on some cars for GiveMeTheVin.com, America's Best Car Buyer. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Remember the podcast recording of the whole show goes up at jcwshow.com. Um, later this afternoon, Bobo strips them down, takes the music and commercials out, and plugs the whole thing, and you can put that on your playlist. Because a lot of people don't listen to the whole show, but they'd like to, they don't have time to. So we have a podcast version that is free. And I believe we got the paywall. I think we got the archives loosened up. I've been getting a lot of uh, emails from people about the old shows. Yeah. I think we've got it. If it's not hot yet, it's fixing to be again. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars and radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. And if give me the VIN.com does not beat a CarMax offer, we will send you a check for $100 for your time. Thank you. On the radio, all I hear is sell us your house, sell us your car, sell us your dog, sell us your wife, and sell us your children. My name's John Clay Wolf, and I created give me the VIN.com. First guy to ever advertise, sell us your car on the radio. Been doing it 30 years. Everybody copied me, man. I got to come up with a new deal. No, I don't, because we're the best car buyer in the United States of America. Give me the VIN.com. Sell us your car. Give me the VIN.com. So easy you can do it in your back more of the john clay wolf show presented by give me the vin.com coming up now back to the john clay wolf show hit him up right now 1-800-800-RADIO this is the john clay wolf show mike dallas texas good morning what have you got sir Good morning. I've got a AMG S63 2015. I would say uh, it's, it's clean. What's the fastest and, uh, you ever got this car going? Uh, the fastest I ever got the car going? Um, <laughs> I, I wrote it down. I wrote down 140. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a, this one, thing. One, 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 one time, you scared the crap out of me. Sure. It's a big boat. It is a big boat, but it's a, it's a hell of a, it's a fire-breathing engine in it. Oh, man, that's great. You want a truck and a boat is what your note says here. Um, I, that, yeah. that, that's a whole different conversation. I got two girls, and we just want a little more utility out of it. And later on, I'll come buy Angie's two-door. You have two yeah. girlfriends? No, two, two girls. Two daughters. Two daughters. Okay, okay. I thought yeah, you had two yeah. girlfriends, and they wanted a boat. I'm like, all right, well, maybe we should just, like, do a GoFundMe for homes. With his hey, hair. Hey, uh, <laughs> I'll bring you guys with. That was the case. Ninety thousand. <laughs> but you got high miles on it, so. I, I do. Yeah, I'm in sales, and I, I do a lot of highway miles. I work in uh, healthcare. Yeah, you do. I mean, who the, what a prick! Driving around a hundred fifty thousand dollar car in sales, running all over the country, miling up his S sixty three, showing up with his products to save your life that he's getting twenty thousand dollar commission on my oh come on now. no i mean you're smiling because it's true life's better right and doing it in if style you ride around you gotta, you gotta ride around comfortable right if you're gonna be a bear 
Are you a grizzly? Um, exactly. You off, you are off the top of my <laughs> off the top of my head. I take one to know one. Um, I believe it's a 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 42 thousand dollar car. Okay. Forty to forty-two thousand dollars. Go to gimmethevin.com, load it up, I'll get it bought. Get your check. You got it. Thanks. Hey man, I enjoy your show. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show after this. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Gigi, we're getting some traction on dial a date for Gigi. Are you for real? Yeah. So yeah I, here's an email I just got from somebody on your uh, Facebook page, John Clay Wolf Show. I'm guessing that beautiful lady is Gigi. Tell mm-hmm. her I love her witching hair. I love little witches anyway. So, huh. whatever that means. Okay. Uh, Coo- Cooter wants a date with you. Cooter, are you there? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Where are you from? I'm in the brush of Kentucky. Kentucky. Gigi, you went to you went to um, college in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or Talladega, didn't you? In Talladega, Alabama. Talladega, okay. Mm-hmm. So, Cooter, what would you do with Gigi? Well, a, a date with me is going to be a little different. A little different. Now, let me ask you, Gigi, have you ever lived life without uh, indoor plumbing? Ooh, uh, no. Go camping? Go camping much? Any any of that? I've never, ever been camping before, but I said I always wanted to go. No. So, so let me ask you a personal question here. It, I take it that you never dug a hole and leaned over a log and done your business in a hole. Uh, no. And good for you if that's what you like to do. I just was wondering. I just was wondering because, you know, I, I come across some of them L.A. folk and they, they seem a little bit soft to me. You know, they seem seem a little soft. So I, I just throw it out there. You know, it, it might not sound, you know, like camping is a, is a good time, but it might not sound like what you want out of a date, but it might be what you need, you know, for personal growth. (laughs) Cooter, if you will, (laughs) go go to the John Clay Wolf Show Facebook page and post your picture. Gigi will be taking selections. It's her own Tinder app. We're doing it for her. We're going to get this woman out of the house. Andy in Arizona. Where in Arizona are you? Tucson. Tucson. How far is that from Temecula? Five hours? Yeah. yeah. Pretty big jump. Pretty big. Did you say 12 hours? Wow. I don't know. It, All right, so pitch her quick. how fast your car is. P- p- pitch her. Tell her, tell, t- tell her why you why, why she should go on a date with you. Because she's awesome. And your, your show is awesome. Well, I appreciate that. But why are you awesome? Yeah, how come sell, you're awesome? Sell you. I'm a boob. Okay. All right. I've already got two of those. She's already got two of those. Honesty is such a lonely word. Speaking of Gigi's cooking, uh, last week we were talking about Cam Newton's little uh, sexist statements on a sports podcast. Cam Newton, the quarterback. Right. If you don't know who he is, then I'm sorry. You'll remember this. Cut 18. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs mm-hmm. and i think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like i'm a boss bitch, like i'm a this i'm a dad no baby like but you can't cook you don't know when to be quiet you mm-hmm. don't know how to allow a man to lead okay 
Man, this got me in so much trouble Why? at home. This just him saying that <laughs> got you in got trouble. me in trouble. Right. in trouble. Did it really? She, my wife, got so heated, and I'm like, babe, because I'm not the even... comments you yes. made on it. No, oh. no, nothing about my comments. Just she's yelling at me about what he said. I'm like, I, I didn't say it, babe. babe. You can, it's baby. not me. It's Cam Newton. Baby, this is one of those times you kind of need to shut up. It's like when, <laughs> oh. it's like when, when, when one of you your girl. friends, when one of your friends does something wrong, yeah. and you know it's going to flash back on you. Oh yeah, you're going to get in trouble for what he did, right? So because common. you're a friend of his, so you must be thinking that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, this is another uh, instance where life indeed imitates art. This is from an episode of Seinfeld where George Costanza, Jason Alexander, has definite ideas about the dynamics between a woman and a man. Number 19. Well, you got no place to go. I'll tell you what your problem is. You brought your queen out too fast. (laughs) What do you think? She's one of these feminists looking to get out of the house? (laughs) No, the queen is old-fashioned. Likes to stay home, cook, take care of a man, make sure he feels good. (laughs) Checkmate. I don't think we should see each other anymore. (laughs) (laughs) She beat you with chess? That's pretty sick. I don't see how I could perform sexually in a situation after something like that. I was completely emasculated. Oh, George. Poor George. (laughs) You don't know when to be quiet. (laughs) That's so funny, man. The Sun in UK is reporting that Russia is preparing to deploy devastating Satan II nuclear missiles capable of wiping out the size of the UK. Is the sun a... Is, it's a UK rag. Is that yes. like... Is that the Inquirer? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's more of a rag than a paper, but it is a periodical of note. I mean, you know, hmm. you get what you pay for. Why do they think they're fixing to blow a nuke? I don't know. Because um, they can't win this thing conventionally. Russia successfully test launched the missile on Wednesday with a video showing the enormous 115 foot missile being launched from an underground silo, triggering an enormous fireball. It traveled the entire length of Russia in around 15 minutes. The missile landed at Kura missile test range and da 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 da. The launch of the intercont- intercontinental ballistic missile. We'll give food for thought for those who try to threaten Russia. Hmm. And now we know where the silo is. <laughs> right. The you Sun know. is a British tabloid newspaper uh, owned by Rupert Murdoch and his news group. Speaking of dating tips, since we were trying to get Gigi a date, yes. and you can go to the John Clay Wolf Show and post your picture or call in if you'd like to tell us why you think that uh, you should have a date with Gigi. Here's something we could all use. Dating tips from a divorce lawyer. Oh. Seriously, though, this gentleman has a pretty good take on something men might consider on a first date cut 16. Your date may very well be the person you end up marrying. So let's say at the end of the date, um, you pull out your wallet, you offer to pay, and your date just sits there. What did you just learn? You just learned that the person in front of you is entitled and frankly has the audacity to expect a near stranger to pay for them. And just imagine how someone like that will treat their significant other, their spouse. For a low, low price of $20, $30, $40, you learned that the person in front of you does not have the basic courtesy to pretend to offer to pay oh my gee well i mean you're gonna end up faking it anyway so you might as well start early (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And what if he says, yeah? What if he goes, yeah, let's split it. It's 50 bucks. Give me 20. Ooh. Charlie, I've got a little surprise for right. you. Your uh -oh. wife is on line once. Oh, my. And she, is, she, she is hot to be bothered about this. Sabrina Turley's wife, good morning. Good morning, guys. So why did good morning. Why did you get mad at Turley over Cam Newton's sexist comments? It, no, he, that's just so rude. Just thinking that women don't want to speak their minds. We have opinions. And if I'm working and running my own business, I can pay somebody else to cook and clean. I'll take care of my man, but I can pay somebody else to take care of my home as needed. But why is that Turley's fault that Cam said that? I didn't say it was his fault. I just said a man thinking like that, Mike can handle a young kitten, but can't handle a cougar, can't handle a real woman. Yeah, but you're coming at me, like, <laughs> about it. <laughs> you brought the subject up. See. And I was like, excuse me? You played the quote. Oh, I was like, no, 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 no. Here, here's what I'm learning. Right I've, been, I've been with my wife for 17 years, and there's about mm -hmm. 10 topics that just don't bring them up. Don't talk. This is one of them now. No, yeah. nothing, <laughs> nothing good is going to come out of it. Nothing at all. No. no. In-law in talk is, is a bad topic of any of any nope. sort, either side. Do you all have that issue as well? Uh, family relations, in-law family relations? They will now. Comments about the other side? Uh, see, uh, both no. of them are quiet. Well, her You're her both? family, yeah, I have a problem with that. Something, so. Hey, Mike, you got to go home after the show. Wow. <laughs> she knows the sub, which one's a, a touchy subject, so... Don't take no guff off of that man, Mrs. Turley. Child, I don't know what he's talking about. Opinions of child raising. The problem with that topic is, is it's very dangerous because we all agree on 90% of it, but there's 10% we don't agree on, and that 10% is a hot 10%. Do you all have that problem as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do too. See, we, have some, we have some fun discussions, and sometimes we have to take a break, take a time out, and then try again to come up with a compromise and what do you think turley's wife about his road rage condition oh my god he, it's, it's over the top he really needs to find a solution to it it's not it's not good it's really wild because you got this mild-mannered guy that's so nice and even keel and then he fires off in a, in a traffic situation very angrily really? oh man never, i've never seen him no lose. way yeah i've seen him murderous yeah. angry man what? Yeah. I've seen him murderous <laughs> angry. They were giving away free tacos at Jack in the Box one time, hmm? and there was another car trying to get in line ahead of us. Yeah, you remember that, Charlie? Oh yeah. And I was like, we had to, we had to talk after that. I was like, dude, you got listen, you got, you got to find a way to breathe past this, man. You were fixing to kill that guy. He cut in front of me. I've never seen anybody curse a grown up like that. What's we're, we're teaching our teenager to drive, so that's not the example I want to give our teenager. See, and this is the ten percent I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm glad that we can bring it up here on the, on the family show this morning. We're gonna have more discussions later at dinner tonight. Mike. Oh no! Thank you all. Yeah, Turley's on timeout. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four eight hundred eight hundred radio. The show's brought to you by Give Me the V I N dot com. Colorado, Arizona, Nevada, California. El Paso, you're still on our time zone out here. Best car buyer in the country, but specifically we're doing a great job on the West Coast. We're growing every week and um, have, gosh, I think we have seven locations on the West Coast now. Wow. 
where you can drop your car off and get a check. Or we'll come pick it up. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. And if give me the VIN, after we negotiate with you, if we can't beat your written CarMax offer, or won't beat it, I mean, then we'll send you a check for $100 for your time. That's my way of saying we mean what we say. We do what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it. And if an offer's too big and we think we're going to lose on it, We'd rather back off, send you a check for $100, and say, give you some good advice. Go take that one. Because if we're not doing it, that means the, the bid, that the offer you have from someone else, CarMax, is, is, is the guarantees for CarMax. But it, and it happens. Not all the time, but it happens. So the point is, is the worst thing that's going to happen if you send us a photo of your CarMax offer to GiveMeTheVin.com, you're either going to get more money or you're going to get a $100 bill. It's that simple. It's a win-win. We'll be right back. Presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Heard every Saturday morning across America Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Hit them up, 800 800 Radio, and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. I met the coolest guy from Salt Lake. This construction guy become a pretty good friend. I like Salt Lake. It's gorgeous, dude. Is it pretty? Oh yeah. Never been there. Big city in the mountains. It's really, really, really cool. Um, give me the vin.com. We've been working on getting more into the classic car space, and uh, we bought a California Chevelle last week. Nineteen seventy four fifty four LS six. Full resto, bad to the bone, matching numbers. We sold it and actually made a profit. This is exciting because a lot of times when I buy these classics, we lose money. But what it proved again is when you buy the right one. The right deal. Yeah. I mean, we gave 125000 I mean, oh 120000 for it. Holy toly. I was thinking maybe half of that. And this is a 1970 Chevy Chevelle SS. Yeah, but it's Woo. special, Mike. It's and all the, the, there. There's a difference between the factory 454 with the rock crusher transmission and the this and the that and uh, here's a here, here's a selling it on wednesday in california it's an actual mile chevelle it's an actual mile title pictures of all the documents the original build sheet m22 rock crusher four speed tuxedo black all right, I better give it 110 grand. I give it to it to give it to it to give it to 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 it for an old Chevelle, but it was the right one. So if you have the right car, the right classic, we oversold it. 
for the wholesale market for sure i just knew we were going to lose money on this thing i just put the picture of it up on the john clay wolf show page on facebook well we bought a ford gt from the guy for a half a million dollars oh, and then in, in the photos he had the chevelle in his park in, in his garage also and we just kept on like dude price the chevelle price the chevelle we want the chevelle and he finally did and um the gt lost money and the chevelle made money and that's why we do i mean there's safety in the numbers you know when you're gambling around with these cars it's better to buy more than less because the one that you think's going to lose makes and the one that you think's going to make loses and you average it all out like this 2020 aventador hit number one we look at this baby doll four thousand miles you'll start at a million we might as well i don't think that the numbers will work i don't think they will either i don't give it an 800 grand i don't give it an 30 i don't give it an 50 are we breaking a dollar record for dallas auto auction for 856 guys you want to be a smart ass and take hundreds i think we should that's not fun. That's not fun, though. Can we count that high? It's not really that fun. We've got to do hundreds just for the fun of it. All right, guys, he said $100 bids. This goes against everything that I believe in. Anybody else? You're okay, you're out. 856. She says that like she's selling a Dodge Neon. 856 grand. And there's a million dollars sold right there. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? And while this vehicle is running, it's a little side story. I'm in another lane, in uh, lane 23, and I see a whole group of people videotaping the screens. I'm like, what's going on over there? I'm like, and we're selling at this time a beautiful 2013 Nissan Murano, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> and Wade's like, what's going on? With, you know, it's the same thing. The auctioneers doing the same banter. Right. I'm like, Oh, that's just an $800,000 car sent over there. But we've got a Nissan Murano over here. Over here this right now. It's exciting. So it does. It's a whole dynamic sure. from uh, Give Me the Vin of different cars. Yeah, you can sell. go to GiveMeTheVin.com and sell your Murano or sell a car like this. Do this uh, Ferrari 458 Italia that we sold on Wednesday. I love a model. I'm give it a Fiat. This looks like it needs something said about it. car was built for an NFL player. 280 MSRP plus eighty thousand dollars in upgrades. 215 now 216. I'm gonna give it a 15 16. 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 i Good morning. How are you guys? We're just we're just cruising, enjoying our Saturday morning, talking about some of these cool cars that we've sold and bought from these listeners on the West Coast. It sounds like you're at work, John. I know. <laughs> so so when when I came to you, do you remember I called you three years ago and told you what we were going to do? And how many people, I call this guy, J.D., I'm like, hey, I'm coming to town from Texas, yeah. and we're going to take over the wholesale market in California. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was nice. Sure, yeah. You know, he's, he, he was pacifying me, sure. nodding his head while that's he was. That's cute. Yeah, that's cute. That's, that's cute. cute. Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. So, Chad, three years later, what do you think? I think you've uh, done an amazing job. you got a great following, and uh, people just love what you do day, week in and week out. It's a great thing. Why do they love it? 
they just you know what they believe that when they come they're going to be able to buy a car mm-hmm. and uh, or sell a car mm-hmm. and uh it just it's just grown a lot of notoriety all over the place well i appreciate all, all your country. help and believing in us and giving us the tools to get this thing built and um making california my second home which is tough you know you you, you told me yeah. plenty of nights when we're at dinner you're like dude i've been do- how many years have you been doing this chad oh i've been doing this 25 years now well, and he's like 25 years he's like wolf well you you can you can say it i don't have to repeat what you tell me what i'm talking about is how the people that have always come in saying they're going to do this yeah there's been a lot of people that come and go in this business and uh you have landed in a market that's very tough southern california is very competitive market john and you uh you've jumped right in it but uh you do things the right way and uh people like doing business with you What, what he says to me when he's not on the radio sure is Dude, I have had so many people come and knock on my door with this same story and come in from out of town or out of state, and they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, and I have never, ever seen somebody actually pull it off. So we order another beer, and we drink to that. There you go. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You've been an amazing partner. We appreciate you very much. When are we going to go riding in the desert, man? Uh, we got to do that. It's starting, you know, before it gets too hot in Southern California. You normally got to do that when it gets a little cooler, but it's starting to heat up here, John. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get out and do that. We have to get out and do that. That's usually in the uh, win- the winter months, but we, I think we got a little time still. Where do, where, where, where would you take, like, what area? Uh, you know, usually the high deserts where you want to go out and do that. A lot of people go riding out in that high desert or out by uh, San Diego and mm-hmm. Ocotillo. And stuff like we there. That's those are the best places to go riding that stuff. And can you ride just trails forever and ever and feel like you're on the moon? Yeah, you get out there in the middle of nowhere and just uh, and ride in the sand dunes, or you can ride in the hard packed dirt. You guys ever done that? I've never I've never done a desert ride. I've got a KTM yeah, 450F, you know, big stroke or a thumper. Oh, really? That um would be good at that, or a KX 500 two stroke. You ride four wheelers or or two? I do. I, I do four wheels. I'll, I'm a quad guy. I'll, I, I stick to four wheels. I'm not. I'm not too. Uh, I'm getting older now, so those two wheels are too dangerous for me. Oh, come on now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not as adventurous as you guys. Well, I'm serious. I want to do it. I want to go ride the California desert. Bad. So. Oh, we will. We will do that. We will do that. And uh, you know, I just like to take moments to say thank you. We appreciate you and and everything that you do and. Uh, you're, you, you have you have a good thing going, John. We we appreciate the partnership. I tell you. Well, thanks for um, for believing in us and uh, like I said, giving us the tools to build this thing up in SoCal. When 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 the guys from Texas show up saying, "Give me the VIN.com, we're going to do X, Y, and Z," and um, we put it together, it's cool. I love going now because I feel like I'm at home. You know, yeah. I mean, you well, know, that's what that. It's it is it's like I leave Dallas, I go to L.A., and it's just like the same thing. Second home, second home. Yeah. I love second it. Second home, love yep. it. Uh, but I don't spend over forty five nights there, so I don't have to pay state income tax. Oh, set the number. <laughs> if anybody's listening, <laughs> <laughs> it is not my second yeah, home. Forty four nights. <laughs> we we pay a we pay we pay a weather tax out here, John. I know. Sure, I'm aware. I'm aware. If you, I, my understanding is, if you keep your head on a California pillow for forty five nights. Your entire year is susceptible to state income tax. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I'm 44-niner. 44 and a half. Thanks, Chad. He's the manager of uh, Southern California Manheim Auctions. Become a good friend.
But yeah, when when, when I when I first started, oh, I'm sure they were like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. California from Texas is going to come in here and do this, right? Yeah. Whatever, this get out of here, get the out of here. Fun to watch him. Oh, all right, we got another hour on board. Coming up, Uno Momento, por favor. If you'd like to sell your car, you can go to give me the VIN, V-I-N, give me the VIN number. Com. My name is John Clay Wolf. Gigi, you there? Yes, I am. That's Gigi Drummond. She's in Temecula. Mm-hmm. JD Ryan. Happy Saturday. Bobo. Hi, y'all. Turley. Yo, yo. DJ Pre K. And I was supposed to play his damn song and we ran out of time. Next oh. week, we can do it. Oh, we'll do hey, it next it's week. It's all gravy. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Um, stay tuned, and the podcast will go up this afternoon of all four hours uh, about two o'clock. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for The John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker, out.